My idea for today's podcast was not my idea at all. It was yours. It was mine. So, uh, Jacob, tell me, what did you think? What, like, <laughs> okay, well, I'll start. I'll start here. That uh, I think, like you that told me one time, like a week ago, you're my saying, feeling what is, is what's today's topics? We yeah. don't always want to talk about entertainment or the news. The news coming out now, you know. So what? Well, yeah, because we talked a lot about like movies, because that's easy and fun to talk about. Um, but and I, you know, cool I, I like other movies. things too. Good. Huh? I like movies. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. I, I see. I did all the time. Absolutely. Anyway, I was gonna say, um, yeah. One thing. Am I a little quiet or no? Chip, shut up. Okay. One thing um, that I think always happens to me is that I, for some reason I feel when you hit record that I have to be superficial and super clean in what I'm saying, you know what I mean? But, but in reality, that's not easy to do because, you know, your stream of consciousness can't be perfect when you're on the spot just no, talking can't. about Maybe stuff. it's because our setup is so wonky. I think I think probably that's one of the I reasons. think if we got a table... Yeah, because I would like to just down. move a little bit. I know. Sometimes and I just feel like... So that means we need to use... Jacob, you should be using the condenser mic that we don't use. Yeah, I could, but then the quality would be so different. Yeah. You. You'd be like, I'm, you know, like this, and I'm radio show host man. But you'd be like in the corner because the yeah, way and I, the... And I'm the, radio show host man. The SM57 records the sound is very, like, it feels very central. Yeah. It feels what, focused. This? Yeah, the Shure's, let's say, the Shure's. 57 feels like it's just focused in the center, in a sense where the condenser has a nice open sound, you know, it's more natural in a way because it's not so sensitive to the movement. Uh-huh. Whereas if I go even just slightly back over here, it's going to be, you're going to totally tell the Yeah, there's going right? to be a huge difference because now I'm far away and I can't even look what... And I'm oh. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and that's why I think usually people who do podcasts usually have... Um, condensers. condensers. But you know what's funny? I think that, uh, you know, Mark Kermode, and Simon Mayo's film cannot. review, which we'll talk about today. Oh, yes, because this is the topic Jacob thought up. So my topic today was, uh, I think it'd be cool to maybe just, you know, me and you, Philip, can just relax. Relax, yeah, let's just and relax. And just talk about our uh, the uh, people we follow and the, the, the media we sort of... Quote-unquote consume. Right? Yeah. Like stuff that we, I guess, listen to or watch or read, maybe, like, you know, websites yeah. or yeah, stuff like that. Because to. television has become a thing of the past. Yeah, to be honest, it's so true though. It's all on demand, and now you can make your own TV schedule of what you want to do. I really like that though. I, me too. I, nice. There's nothing I know, I know that I said was wrong. I'm just about. saying, like, I like that. And adding yeah. to what you're saying. And the things that we choose normally are by startup guys. You know, it's not fueled by a yeah, company. Yeah, or might be sponsored by oh, a company. Oh, you're saying that, like, but it's not. People, it's not like. You mean like people who are um, yeah independent? They're not like you said. No one's backing them up. It's yeah. not part of a. But I guess are you saying it's just more in the context viewers. of yeah. viewers like you. Yeah. But that's that's so cool because that's also stemming this from is PBS. how musicians are also now getting Exactly. They're getting funded, so to speak, funded is a weird word because it sounds very corporate, but they're getting um employed, so to speak, you know, by people yeah. who support their music mm-hmm. and it's cool because it's going now into different outlets of media, right? It's not just music. You have also um like we have YouTube, which is video entertainment, and then uh, you know, stuff coming out now like Patreon. Remember what? Yes, Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. Tell us about Patreon. Oh, Jacob. I will. Yeah, because it feels like no one knows I, about it. The thing it. is, like, I, I like Patreon. I like the idea. I haven't backed anything up. I'm not, you know, I'm not a very rich man. <laughs> um, but the not idea is cool least. because the idea behind Patreon is that it's kind of like 
um, you're a patron essentially of the artists that you follow. So you that's like the, the program, work. right? Well, it's a website called Patreon. Well, I know, but it's a program. It's like a system. It's a program. Yeah, yeah, system. Yeah, exactly. So Patreon is, it was started by Jack Conti, who's from Pomplamus. Yeah. One half of Pomplamus. And his uh, former roommate, college roommate, uh, Sam Yam. Yeah. Uh, and so the idea yeah. basically is that. Uh, that's a, that's a great name. Yeah, Sam Yam, right? That's pretty good. That's kind of like, you know, what we're also going to talk about tested, but Norm Chan, Norm Chan, Sam Yam. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the idea basically is that there's people who produce content all the time, and yeah. most of it's for free. And obviously, people will say today get uh, money for, off of YouTube, right? Of course, ad ads. revenue and everything. Uh, musicians have you know been doing new stuff like um, Bandcamp, of and, course. Uh, you know maybe indie labels, that kind of thing. But um, uh, primarily, it's all sourced by people, viewers like you. <laughs> yeah. So so you basically you pay uh, monthly. Oh, we're talking about Patreon. Yeah, you okay. pay monthly yeah. for. And, art, and it could be anything. It doesn't be music. It kind of started off with yeah, music, yeah, but yeah. it could be any kind of form of media. You pay monthly. Uh, you can like set a limit and stuff. There's all kinds of you yeah, know to details fuel you can do. their yeah. And so basically, their pockets. They, so basically, they get like, they get like a monthly income solely based off of viewers their like you. patrons. You know, <laughs> which is cool because if it you think sense. about it, it makes sense. It's almost like you're supporting, and you don't have to, and there won't be any ads. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. So no it's ads. less distracting. So it's more a clean. Sort of, and the best right. thing about it is that it's direct. You know what I mean? Yep. There's no middleman, yep. yep. which is nice. And I, I don't even think Patreon is even taking any revenue except to fu- except to maintain their site, the site. Yeah. But then again, I wouldn't have anything against revenue. I think it's great. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah, of course. Why? Why? If you if you front front of the company, but that's one of their like philosophies, right? Indeed. Indeed. So yeah, that's cool. What were we talking about? So oh, that's yeah, Patreon. We're about the idea of today. And again, back to yeah. the idea. It's all about most of the people that we watch. Because me and Jacob, we uh, like when it, Jacob and I. Oh yeah, or Jacob and I when it's uh, later at night, got nothing else to do, so I just sit over to the couch. There's a couch like in in this high tech studio, yeah, and uh, we just watch YouTube videos of the people that Jacob subscribes to and me and we kind of like, and so that's sort of the thing we wanted to talk about. I guess I think that would be interesting. Well, I think I also want to talk about some of the podcasts I listen to and the podcast. What podcasts you listen to? Yeah. Um. So we're just exchanging yeah. these things and. Uh, Giving everybody free and, and recommend, recommendations, yeah, free recommendations, <laughs> free, and yeah, you don't have to pay, and no one knows about us. Uh, yeah, no. For example, I I enjoy hearing recommendations from people because it's not automatic sharing. It's not like you know, uh, here's a list of stuff you know I listen to. It's more mm-hmm. like oh, okay, you listen to that. So why do you like that? You know, what, what's yeah, interesting yeah. to it? And you can kind of get an idea of what what some people like to listen to. And of course, it's organic, so it's not like you know, it's not YouTube saying yeah. Who to follow, which should be whom to follow, which is funny because it's a grammar mistake. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, where yeah, you yeah. find it's al- it's an algorithm and it's like, oh, that works too. But this way it's kind of, I thought maybe might be cool for, you know, anyone who wants to maybe hear some of the stuff we listen to. So yeah, cool. So maybe if, can I start maybe with my stuff or do you, do you want to go straight to, let's say some of the websites? Yeah. So like what? the most obvious ones that most of everybody knows about, I think yep. is... The people that I'm subscribed to are uh, not YouTube many. What? Yeah, like let's go with YouTube. Okay, for let's now. do YouTube. Yeah, um, it's really not that uh, official because you I really just don't... watch what, what I have subscribed. Which that's kind true. Of both so I just go over to your like place and thing. just watch whatever you have. Yeah. So we just watch that together. But sometimes I have stuff subscribed on my channel, but I really don't really follow anybody. Like you that's mean, the it, thing it's about not me. like a thing like new episode. Oh, I gotta watch. Yeah, right? I don't like do that. Check in every and now I check and again. in and I see a new episode. And if it looks like appealing to me, I watch it. If I yeah. and sometimes it might be appealing, but sometimes I don't feel like watching it. There's another thing. 
And I think yeah. so. It's, it's for always, me, it's when I subscribe to someone, it really doesn't mean a lot because sometimes I don't even watch the videos once I subscribed. Yeah. It's also this the thing. So I'm not the best uh, supporter of many things in that regard. Yeah, but I mean, you subscribe <laughs> for a reason, though. So I mean, I subscribe for a reason, yeah. but it always varies. It's never, you know, it's never constant, clean cut. But you know, I think that's also not a bad way of, let's say, quote unquote, consuming media because. I think it's actually kind of stressful um, if you have you know a counter on things you've missed. So take for example RSS readers, right? I was kind of big on RSS like two years oh, ago yeah, or something yeah. like that with Google Reader. When I discovered, I think Tim, uh, our cousin Tom Tim, Wierski? Tom Wierski? <laughs> no, no, that's, that's, no, that's different. Tim Wierski. Um I suggested like, oh, you know, he was using Reader and he used to check stuff, you know, every right, day yeah, in the yeah. morning from different feeds. And I thought, wow, this is such a cool idea. You can have a the feed directly from the website without going to the website and without mm-hmm. missing stuff. But I found out that it does it does feel a little stressful. Why? Well, because the number keeps growing on a website. You oh, know yeah. I mean? And I just don't like that feeling where it feels like you have to read it. And it's waiting for you to read it and it'll mark it red. And, and you it's almost feel like, like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, for me, I have a big problem, honestly, with stuff like that where it's just technological stress, so to speak, <laughs> when I know there's stuff that... I mean, I don't have to check it, obviously. There's nothing like that. But just knowing that it's there. Um, so things like that, for me... What were we talking about again? Talking we about from the, RSS to how people... Oh, you were talking about subscribing, stuff, right? Yeah, subscribing. Yeah, so I like that idea of kind of checking in, you know, website. So, you know, I don't use Twitter, but I have like a Yeah, but Twitter by nature, you're more organized than I am. True. You're a lot more like, you but, but have, a, but you have starting, a chart and yeah. you can, and you're looking through the chart and you get things efficiently done, at least more efficiently than Or like, I, for I'm example, sure I would curate you. it and like take out a channel I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You yeah, would yeah, just yeah, kind yeah. of keep it there. I would keep it there. And... I but just you know keep what? it to rot, and it's just there, and it's like, and just very, it's just liquidy. But There's in a, nothing. In a, in a way, though, your your mentality in that sense is is nicer because you don't have to worry so much. You know what I mean, Why? for me, well, no, because you don't really care. You know what I mean? Like, for example, you have stuff, you know, up there, whatever, and you'll take it whenever you want to. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And the reality is, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? That's true. But with oh. me, for example, I don't know. Sometimes it happens, and I'm working on it where I don't, I don't want to care. But there's stuff like that. For example, like RSS is just one example where it's like, I know it's there. I know it's, you know. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So anyway, yes. that yes. was one thing. And I like checking in on things like Twitter, just, you know, just going in there. You're not obligated to read everything that's new. You're just looking around, you know, you know, tapping into some of the news and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, that's kind of the, I think my, something I'm working on just kind of, you know. Good. I'm really just care. all over the place. So, so yeah, let's talk about some of the YouTube So what I watch. subscribe to is I usually, uh, I don't subscribe to anybody. So I'm just looking at different videos that interest me. For example, last week or two weeks ago, I was a little bit like I wanted to, since I don't play video games and I'm really bad at it. And I know that many of my contemporaries can attest to that when they play with me in multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm regularly okay. not <laughs> not around just watch the to my halo or something yes or yes like yeah. halo or whatever i guess i'm a little bit better at rts maybe maybe that aren't but you, age of empires you you're not taking the t- effort to like grasp it's diff what the, do you mean the, not not to grasp the concept but just like you know tweak and manage and all these this is the things reason why gradually just i'll get tell better, you right? why you because like i this is how like for age of empires 2 okay uh, specifically. Oh, that was hilarious. We'll oh, go, go, go. So me and Tim and Jake, we played multiplayer Age of Empires 2, I think, two years ago. Yeah, like in the summer, we played it like every a lot. day. And for like yeah, these yeah. marathons, there were like six-hour campaigns. As everybody does, because Age of Empires Against the great. CPU. Uh, yes, and against the, the CPU. CPU and we on did, hard. And, and we destroyed him. Man. Destroyed him. After six hours. We did it, though. It was hard. Yes. It was hard. It wasn't easy. No. It was, okay, go ahead. It was what hard. Was the way I think when it comes to RTS games... 
when I started, it's like, choose a civilization. Okay, I choose the Mayan civilization. And I thought, ooh, so it's all Mayan now, right? And I get some guys. I You would even pick them if the stats were the lowest. You'd be like, Mayans, why? Because they look cool. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. See, this is my problem. I approach these games not as... Uh, uh, like a mathematical, yeah, which is uh, good though. I have to say that's approach. good. And really, well, no, it's Why? good because you're taking consideration. For example, I don't like when people play just for stats and just for experience and all that stuff. It's cool when you have to take in consideration. You know, like your character should look cool. You should like how your character right. looks. Don't just pick like, the elf the because he has. What's 50 the whole billion. half of the game? Yeah. the point of right. So for me, I that's how I do it. I pick the Mayans, and I'm like, okay, cool. Now I have the Mayans, right? Let's explore this terrain, <laughs> and I'm just taking my time exploring the terrain, getting more resources, but you know, getting some berries. And then I'm like, okay, where should I put the? Where should I put my windmill? Where should I put my marketplace? It has to be close to the residential areas right, right, because right. it has to feel the, the, like the people in the community has, the to, farm. has to feel like and i made this i made this quaint little farm thing and i'm like okay now i can build warriors and it's been like an hour already right and then all of a sudden well, tim no, with no. his vikings <laughs> his pink vikings start attacking me destroying everything in one go just one little yeah. one little faction of his might comes in obliterates your me. civilization I'm like what's going on and then you know when you die you get to see the entire map and then i go and see you and tim you guys are nuts yeah there's farms everywhere there's like 12 dozen that was my, that was my favorite you were like you had three farms basically three patches of farms but like, this is great we're producing food and everything because i'm trying to build go, it i'm trying to make it look Tim's. nice i'm trying to make I it know. look like there's a farm there so a farm has to be somewhere else but so you, it looks because it has to look like a, but you weren't keeping in mind the whole point of the game is to beat the other player i, I thought that was yeah i know i and know then you go over that's to Tim's, my fault this place and it's like an army of farms and, there's like, yeah, a, like 50 <laughs> of them and, and it's like I thought, ugly it's so ugly but it's like it's hideous but it's working and he's producing like Vikings. thousands of blocks of wood pink and you were the Mayans I, I played pretty much everyone yeah and well, then I changed always, then right? I changed to well, of course I was blue yeah, all Tim the time was like pink all the time uh, well and then I changed to um, the, the Egyptian, tectonic knights no the Byzantines right the Byzantine Empire no some Germanic culture and I thought I was more comfortable with that then but then you know I learned everything but that's the thing the reason why I bring this up is that's exactly my approach with videos so I felt like watching let's say a let's play because I watched let's plays because first of all I'm bad at video games so I don't play that often and my we have a I have a solid state drive for that was running all the programs you know the operational Mm -hmm. drive the one that operate you know that controls the operating system in this case Windows um but I have a Mac as well. Yeah. It's the same thing. Okay, just, just one, just, you know, you, some, mean you have a Mac. Someone out there might just be yeah. going, Windows. You have a he Mac, know uh, you can switch the OS. Yep, right? yep, yep. Yeah. All right. Just, just wanted to make that clear. And um, runs out of space a lot because it's an SSD. And, um, and you wanted to say that you're managing that. Yeah, so talking, I can't, I can't, I don't have time for games, and when I do play oh, games, games right. I don't, usually it's not on the level enough for me to feel immersed, because I know the tricks behind game development, and, you know, like, the point of the game is to reach, you know, from, you know, from spot A to spot mm-hmm. B, and I, and I know that's what most levels are built to do, and so for me, it's just, I, I can see past the trick of all the prettiness, and so it doesn't engage me very much, so most games do that to me, and it's hard for me to continue playing. Yeah, I agree. That is my problem. I agree, probably. And that's why I don't play that many games, so I just watch people playing them for me on Let's Plays. Yeah, <laughs> basically, you don't have to do all the work. Yeah. And, now, can, and if there's a good story, maybe. And then I can, I'm just, just paying attention to the story, and I'm doing and something like productive. I'm drawing, I'm yeah. practicing artwork, and whatever else I'm doing. That's another thing I wanted to say, that with video games, 
I used to like them more because we used to always play the multiplayer with our friends and stuff like Halo. Yeah, parties. that's that's a different. It's thing. a different story. But I'm saying that now, like you said, it's so hard to get into a game because on top of working on it, like working in the game and you know doing Problem chores solving and stuff like games, that. Yeah. You clock in so many hours, and then you realize yeah. I didn't do anything. I'm not doing anything <laughs> in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm just doing virtual chores. You Nonsense. know what I mean? Yeah. And it could be fun, and that's the thing. If it's not fun, for me, it's just you know. And for me, it really like it can be fun, but it only lasts a while. And even if it is fun, yeah. Like for but example, you're talking about especially single player. Multiplayer yeah, with friends is totally different. That's that's a bit different. Yeah. I don't know about art like RPGs multiplayer. I think that's just as boring as single player. You're talking about like world multiplayer, like like MMORPGs. Yeah, no, I don't know about that like stuff. That that sounds like every time I tried. Why are we talking about games? We're talking about games all of a sudden. Well, it's okay. We'll go back. Every we'll go time, back. like okay, so like every time I was asked to join an MMORPG, usually the free ones, of mm-hmm. course, like you know Star Wars Galaxies. Not galaxies. That's gone. That's an old one. Man, I played that for a little bit. Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah, like for a day. Yeah, I was like, exactly. it's so good. I'm going to get a ship. And I found out only later that it's like, it takes forever to exactly, get a ship. Exactly, exactly. And there's and other I thought people. I was going to go into the shop and be like, there's I have other... enough Republic credits. <laughs> no, Republic credits. credits. This, is after the, this is after the war. It's after the old Republic. I guess so. it's back with Republic. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, so, you know, like Old Republic. That's yeah. a new free yeah. game. And then, or Lord of the Rings Online. I couldn't make it past the tutorial. I was so bored. I just can't do it. I can't I do it. So that's my attitude towards video games. Yep. I like them. I like the stories behind them. I know a lot about them, just like comic books. I know a lot about comic book characters like DC, Marvel, and everything. Yeah, but you don't but know I never, the comics. I haven't read the comics. Yeah. So same with video games. I know a lot about the video games. I know a lot about how they're developed. I know how they're made. I know how all the art behind it, all the strategy behind it, all the gameplay elements that you want to implement for yeah. new games and stuff like that, but I just don't play them. Well, but and then again, there's, uh, there are those games Because that... it's really easy for me to get to see past the trick mm-hmm. of what the development, like the new development pro- product yeah, is. engines or graphics. And or once I get it, cool, let's try to, I want to see the next level now. Yeah. That's my, that's mine. But there's always, let's say classic, for us, classic games that we really like where they kind oh, of the classic do everything ones, yeah. well. They do everything well, right? And yeah. that's what's fun for us. Like, you know, Metal Gear Solid or Minecraft. Yeah, Games yeah, yeah. like that, they feel very, like they did a really good job. Like they kind of like, they're excellent games, so to speak. You know yes. I mean? Yeah. Anyway, for us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's talk about. Let's go back to YouTube. Okay, so let's I, talk about so some channels. The point is that I listen to, I watch a bunch of let's plays. Yeah. of games that would probably interest me, and so I like hearing people's commentary over it, and that's what usually happens. And I put it on my second monitor, and I have my other monitor to draw and practice drawing or whatever I'm doing. I don't have to really pay attention to the game that mm-hmm. much. I did that with Bioshock Infinite last year and it was great i knew everything about it it was a good story i liked it i know some people don't and they have like some issues with the continuity thomas whack but <laughs> i think it was fine so this year i watched the the add-on pack of bioshock infinite burial burial at sea yeah, there's a there's a, there's a yeah, and it takes place before the events of bioshock one in rapture huh. and you know about rapture because yeah. your friend tj our it, friend tj yeah, our friend. page who's a photographer, artist kind of guy. He's pretty cool. He looks like John Connor from Terminator 2. Is he still? Well, I guess a little bit. And uh, Yeah, TJ told me the whole Yeah, he told story. you the whole story, and you played, you played a little bit. You were a little... Oh, man, I was scared. Scaredy cat. I'm always scared of playing games in the dark. <laughs> this was back in like 2007, wasn't it, when Bioshock came And out. I didn't want to go forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the story there as well. I know some people don't, again. And it was great. I, I don't have to pay attention to every episode or yeah. whatever someone's doing. And in this case, finally, I can talk about the first person that I sort of, we watched before, which is, what's his name? He, he always goes, what's up, my babies? Uh, yeah, his name is... Um, 
Zach Scott? Yeah. Yeah, Zach Scott. So his little picture is on YouTube. He's a Let's Player. I find it funny because in 2011, we were like we watched like the first Let's Play he has ever done. It was Back to the Future, I believe. Yeah, Back to, Back the, to the Future the Game from Telltale Games. And so we watched a Let's Play of that instead of playing it ourselves because, you know, difficult. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because he was a tree try all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that's part of playing games. And I, I like, that. and I also like hearing commentary from someone. So Zach Scott, he's cool. He's got a very neutral voice. It's it's fine. He's he's just as an uh, you know he's just an observer in the game, so he doesn't he's not explaining too much or talking too much. He's just what's this? Oh, this. So it's fine. Very neutral. He's, and it seems we like enjoyed he's... watching him play uh, Back Dra- to the Future the game the and end. Jurassic Park the game by Telltale. Yeah. That was back in 2011. 11. 2011. <laughs> and it was pretty fun though. I thought. Yeah, and I thought it was fun. See, that's great. It's cool because it was like like every day or so. And we this was like back when watch his, a couple and his icon looks like Alan Grant. He's yep. like. The same. I thought he was. Shirt, I thought it was a pixelated Grant-y. shirt. And then when when his when his actual face was revealed at some point, yeah, he looked different. You know, because we thought it was Alan Grant. Yeah, we were like with know. this pixely p- picture. But he wasn't. He wasn't pixelated. So anyway, was real. so that we were watching his first ones. And this is like when it only had like a thousand views or whatever. But we liked him. There's a couple of thousand that. views, something like that. Yeah. And now he's like one of the most popular ones. Like we didn't even know. Did yeah, you know like until Kong. you went back and found him again? Right. Uh, yeah, like this year. <laughs> And I'm looking, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, what's this? Zach Scott Games, half a million views wow. for like him for his That's pretty Donkey good, Kong man. One. But he's still the same sort of neutral guy. And that's great. That's Fine. that's the way to go, I think. Just keep just keep at it. You know how your style just yep. leave, leave just it going. Do it. So that's cool. So that's what I list, I watch. There's the other popular guys. Uh we usually sometimes, occasionally, not a lot though. Like we kinda like uh the other guys uh, What, game? Game guys? Game Grumps. Game Grumps, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's kind of more recent. Aaron though, just Hansen, checking out some, some videos. Yeah, we watched, like, recently we watched the Let's Play of Shadow Colossus. Yeah, yeah. Pretty hilarious. Pretty thing. hilarious. Fun, you know, like, yeah. pretty cool. And we got the story. We didn't have to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we knew about it, like, a long time ago. Oh, yeah, like, a long time ago. Going and checking out, yeah. In the, yeah, in the video game store, the GameStop. No, I think back when it was called EB Games. Not just Gamer Grumps, there was something else with video games. I guess like sometimes you watch like peanut butter game or sometimes. Sometimes, or sometimes. yeah, those little videos. Or Yahtzee, I guess. What's his name? Yeah, they're he's part of that group. What's it called? The Escapist, Escapist magazine. Yeah. yeah, he does these reviews. What's it's it so called? Fair though. It has a really good intro though. But the the funny thing is that how come he gets positive views on every negative thing he says? And when I did that Pokemon retrospective back in 2010, which I don't want you to watch, because it's not that great, mm-hmm. um, I got downvoted to oblivion, like just for saying an opinion. Just yeah, and, and it was yeah. I I don't understand it to be honest. That kind of stuff. Well, because it's almost like it's automatic. It's like yeah. you're not allowed to say anything bad about Pokemon, even though mm-hmm. you don't really care. But you're just saying like this is what I think. I mean, you know, Pokemon's not. I, I like this. Doesn't seem like it's working for me. And, Oh no! Yeah, Pokemon. Was it retro? We're gonna be talking about that. Someday, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Soon, someday. So yeah, what are some other people? Um, you like? I mean, like. I'm, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the my, flag, my favorite, the, the flagship. My my favorite <laughs> flagship guys that I follow just because they're so funny and I like their interactions and everything are the two best friends, the uh, the best friends Zaibatsu. Yep, the best friends Zaibatsu from Montreal, Canada. And there's like three of them. No, four of them, of course. Uh, and they play a bunch of video games. Matt, and Pat, I, Wooly, and Matt, Liam. Pat, Wooly, and Liam. 
And uh, yeah, I don't I'm, I don't watch a lot of that stuff. Like whenever no. you sometimes like show me some yeah. funny let's play or something, I yeah. see a couple. But and I like pretty, their opinions. I like how they talk, and they have a podcast. And of course, it's way more popular. than I this like it because they're pretty like they seem like just honest dudes. Yeah, just uh, hanging yeah. out and playing video games. And they're like, and they, they didn't you say they have a lot of like an inside? They have, yeah, they jokes. Their 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 humor is like a collected uh, mass of inside jokes that keep happening whenever they play different games. So what I like about them is just that it's very genuine sort of form of humor. That's why it's, it's an too. honest form of humor, and I really like that. And all they're like, like Matt's voice is like, they're really loud, and they're great guys. And sometimes I draw some artwork because it just feels like they feel like cartoon characters. And so sometimes I feel like drawing little cartoon versions of them. That's the thing. That's the difference with fan art, though. Like I know there's lots of people who latch on to these. Uh, you know, self-made YouTubers and everything. Yeah, it's like a following, so and it's, to speak. And it's a following. Like, it's Which like is weird, really kind of. Big, yeah, because like... Cause I think it's one... Go ahead, do you want to say something? Like, I, I watch, you know, the best friend Zaibatsu doing stuff and, you know, playing games and then, you know, Matt does some reviews and stuff like that. And, you know, because their humor, they're funny and they the way they work together is, is, is very is entertaining. But, you know, there's other people who kind of get a little really worked up about it. And a little bit, like, obsessive yeah. in a way, which yeah, is Yeah, 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 which is strange. always kind of weird. Because my perception was always of creating media and doing stuff, at least on the internet or anywhere, really, is just that you're more sharing what you're doing and not necessarily... There's not really a difference in... Like, for example, when you watch a, a video from, let's say, a channel you like, it's more like, oh, cool, you know, like, oh, these are cool guys, you know. I get They, they put this up online, you know, for other people to watch. It's, yes. you know, it's enjoyable. And it doesn't really go beyond that in a sense where it's like, oh, you know, these guys are like the most brilliant yeah, people in the exactly, world. And it's like you're obsessing. Well, like, it's, not oh. only, it's not about them being the most brilliant people. It's just about them always, you know, like using them as sort of like fictional yeah, characters. Yeah, that's, that's more what I mean. I didn't mean... That I mean, like, sort of you know, thing. Like I know they have personas. Some of them do anyway. You know, like yeah. they, they sound a little crazier than they usually do in real life. But I feel like, you know, it is kind of strange. Mm-hmm. I would say it can, it it can get to the point sometimes for some reason. So yeah, that's. But when cool. I draw art, it's just because you know they they have a character, mm-hmm. and then it just makes me want to put that onto yeah, kind of like maybe at the and moment. And sometimes, sometimes I do a few like of them. You know, like I've done maybe like three or four, like drawings of let's say the the best friends I bought. Yeah. So sometimes, but it's just Zuba, because Zubaz. <laughs> okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, there we go. Another inside joke. You see, that's sort yeah, of the, the way good. the humor goes. But yeah, that's that's about as far as it gets. You know, like that's that's how it just. just yeah, I mean, like, like the, 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 the the baseline is just like level headed. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Level headed yeah. when you watch stuff. There's no reason to take it into extremes. So that's usually what that's I do. That's pretty cool. And I don't know what else I who else I sort of subscribe to on YouTube. Most of the time. Well, yeah. we can talk about some of the ones we both watch. Yeah, we can do that. Sure. Uh, so let's think. Who are some of the ones? Uh, I guess we can start maybe with Lazy Game Reviewer. Oh yeah, pretty yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think like Tim him. actually showed us Lazy Game Reviewer a while ago, a couple years ago. I think he was like, "I." Oh, you, that's right, he did. We yes, were like, I, we were, I think we were showing like Tim, like check out Cinemassacre, you know, James Rolfe. Uh, yeah, AV, we, AVGN. We're like, we, we watched. We, we, we linked like a video yeah. of AVGN, and Tim's like, "I just, I just watch PC game reviews." La- yeah, yeah. And he oh. said this Lazy Game Review. This is a couple yeah. years ago. I don't know what, what Tim thinks now, um, but. Uh, yeah, I he's, think he's a funny guy. He's, he's also cool. another down-to-earth sort of genuine exactly, guy. Exactly, yeah. And he, he really, he really, you can tell like, he really likes PC games. Yeah. He likes gaming, yeah. for gaming, and he collects a lot of old, well, old games. Well, PC gaming, basically. Yeah, PC but, gaming. But, but also everything has to do with computers. Yeah, and he, much, collect, he has a lot nice. of like a collection of old computers. Yeah. And that's neat as well. He's not the kind of guy who uses like an emulator. He doesn't take shortcuts in that regard. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, like, yeah. actually has, if he's going to play 95, 
He uh, has Windows 95 a, PC he, puts yeah. it on Windows 95 PC. He actually records the video analog. Yeah, on the and Windows it's good. Like his, I think that his like his work is like you know it's like it feels like polished. It feels nice. It feels it's, and he expresses his opinion yep, properly. It's, it's concise and he's yeah. And it's also honest. funny because of his sort yeah. of way he's, he it's says like funny subtle things. Subtle humor and you know lately uh, the Duke. Yeah, the Duke Nukem accent was the Duke Nukem voice. Yeah, the Duke Nukem voice was a little bit annoying, but it got away. So yeah. you see, pretty together guy, pretty together guy. And yeah, I like so that. Should, yeah. And it's interesting stuff because like there's a lot of obscure old games. That yeah, that's the that's the that's one of the best things about it. I like that. And that's like so cool. And that's something that's interesting that nowadays there's a lot more of that than obviously it was yeah you know, twenty years ago or something because you know now you have the opportunity to upload and find these weird stuff. That normally you'd never find. It'd be tucked away somewhere at a Goodwill, you know, mm-hmm. in the corner, and like you know, yeah. So that's cool. Uh, let's think. What else was there? With I think LGR. Yeah, yeah. And there's also games that uh, crop up that he reviews that you know are, are nostalgic and stuff like oh, that for us, yeah. like the what The Sims, like The Sims classic and stuff like that. So yeah. So that's that's LGR. Yeah, I do. I do. I'm coming up to it. this podcast though. I don't have anything for. I do. I do. Should we just play a song? Play a record? Oh, yeah, yeah, we should do it for a song. Okay, here Let's we go. I have, I have YouTube people. Play a record. Yeah, play so record. I, got, I got a song today. I have three songs. Do oh, you? I, I give it away. I thought it was going to be Is this like, going to be a regular thing? I think so. Unless we Okay, run, cool. Let's make music. it a regular thing. What is it? What's the song? Song is called Too Many Songs. By That's Ron- the song? Yeah, the song's called Too Many Songs. Okay. Uh, by Ryan Lerman, who is a... Uh, is who he actually, Baz Lerman's I f- brother? I, found that, I don't know. Who is that? Baz Lerman is a director. Really? He's an Aussie director. Is he Aussie? an Aussie? No, he's not. Aussie? He's from California, I think. At okay. least he lives in California now. Uh, yeah, so I found out about Ryan Lerman from watching uh, Pomplamoose live show. And he toured oh, with really? them. He played guitar. He toured with really? them for some time. I remember checking out a YouTube uh, video. And I was like, man, this guy can really play because he's an excellent guitar player. And so I found out, hey, he makes his own music. He does! Yep, so I... um. Uh, yeah, makes it just under his name, own name, Ryan Lerman. Uh, his, oh. I think his most recent uh, LP, I think maybe his only LP, is uh, Pinstripes the Sky. Okay. So this is off that record. All right. Called Too Many Songs. I'd say it's... Okay, r- play really, it. Shut up. I just wanted to say something about it. Well, say something. I just want really to say quick. it's like a really lovely song. I think that it's uh, really nicely composed, and I think that for me, it does like all the things right, and it's really nice. So Okay, I don't choose songs because I'm too lazy to ask people Let's permission. Let's do it. Open up and sing about your life They say to you, you don't know me Don't pretend you know what good that'll do Carry on and sing your song And go about your day You keep trying, if you keep trying Maybe things will go your way But there's too many songs already What good one won't do What good one won't do Every clever turn of phrase and honorable melody has been sung, it has been written at least once in every key. So come on, kids, put down your pens, step away from your guitars. Don't you worry, we'll be fine without you singing in our bars. Cause there's too many songs already. 
Plenty, especially ones that don't rhyme. 'Cause there's too many songs already. I couldn't want more too. I couldn't want more too. There's too many songs already. I couldn't want more too. I couldn't want more too. Yeah, there's too. There's too many songs already. I like the song. It was a great song. I liked it very much. I like it too. And the great thing is that I don't know much about popular music. I mean, is this not? I'm not saying like what I mean about popular music is like I usually listen to orchestral film score stuff, so I don't really listen to contemporary music very much. And so whenever you send, you put a song here on this. It's like a whole brand new thing. It's a brand new thing for me, and I can listen to it, and I can and I can genuinely say it's a good song. I liked it because I don't really have that much reference points. But I'm not saying that to diminutively diminish. The artist, in this case, Baz Luhrmann's brother. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's, oh, it's it's Ryan Lerman with an L E R. Yeah, Baz Luhrmann is L U H R. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying. Yeah, that I know what you're I'm just saying. I mean, it's like do you have a different. Yeah, and I liked it a lot. It was very good. I like. Too I liked it. Too many. Well, there are too many songs. What do you think, Jube? I think it's a philosophically bit, it's, speaking. It's a little. Bit. Are you going to stop? And you're going to be like, uh, you're going to be working in the in the. Mm-hmm. You're gonna stop making songs because there's too many. Yeah, I know. No, I think it's funny because I think that maybe the song is a little bit ironic, like in a way, which I, I kind of like lyrically. He's making a song. Well, yeah, because he's making a song. Yeah, and it's like you know, yeah, 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 it's cool. It's, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. it's a good song. It's a good song. So let's talk about some podcasts here. What podcasts? podcasts. But we're on a podcast. I know. Yeah, podcasting like, about podcasts. It's a meta thing. Meta. It is meta. Don't say it's meta. So speaking of meta, let's do some. Let's do some podcasts. I listen to. All right, let's see what you listen to with your fancy iPhone. Yeah, I have notes. I brought notes because I want to be an official man. I don't. I don't even have a mobile phone. That's true. You don't. <laughs> I don't think you even ha- ever had a. Mobile I, phone. No, I haven't. I had one once and I never used it. That's great. I'm the best in the world. P. 
people what? keep oh, yeah. remember like we had one like remember like back in 2006 yeah we all had the flippy uppy phones yep. everybody had the flippy uppy phones i had one too because our entire family had one yeah had yeah, like yeah, yeah, remember, each yeah. one yeah what did i do with those nothing yeah it's like so worthless for me i'm so sorry anyway continue. so yeah let's go um so uh my first podcast which is a pretty interesting one is called philosophy bites whoa so so yeah <laughs> we're going straight into philosophy um <laughs> Uh, what's cool about this podcast? It's run by a um, English philosopher named uh, Nigel Warburton. Warburton, like Patrick Warburton. Yeah, I guess. I don't the Cusco, know. Cusco. N- Nigel Warburton, uh, and co-hosted oh, wait, by. Wait, of course, Nigel. Yeah, what? He would have to be bringing English. I don't think any American is called Nigel. 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 That's just like uh, uh what's his Come name? Come on here. What's his name? Uh, Gareth. Like that's not an American Gareth. name at all. It's yeah, totally it's British. not. Yeah. Yeah. So in the po- totally so in the English. podcast is co-hosted by. Oh, I don't know his name. Unfortunately, I feel Cusco. bad also not knowing this guy's name. But the only, Swig, re- the only reason I know, Swig, huh? <laughs> the poison, poison to kill Cusco. Cusco's poison. poison. Uh, the only reason I know um, Nigel Warburton's name so well is because we actually had um, a run in one of him. his books. Yeah, oh. yeah. I was in London last week, and <laughs> no, uh, we had one of his books for a philosophy class. Um, Warburton's books that we used for that class. So that's why I remember his name. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, the show is basically. Uh, short snippets. Uh, they're fifteen to twenty minute episodes, where um, Nigel and his co-host interview, uh, like a host of philosophers, on various topics. Ooh. And uh, and it's interesting because it's it's very specific. Uh, each episode deals with one topic, and it's a very kind of narrow topic. You know what I mean? So okay, so they have let's like... say let's say they might have a topic on you know. Um, surveillance for example like how do we that how sounds do we narrow sur- yes i'm saying it's very narrow so how do but we no it doesn't sound narrow well, i was being sarcastic. Being sarcastic well i don't know in, ph- in philosophy for example it is pretty narrow because like you know in okay, philosophy, you, you talk okay. about say morality I, I that's so broad you know what i mean okay yeah well that yeah okay yeah. so surveillance okay, okay so surveillance for example in that context all right I get it. yeah yeah so um there's topics like that i have to admit though uh being you know a f- philosophical podcast and especially these people being experts in their field especially their branch of philosophy you kind of get lost sometimes, you know what I mean? If you're not paying attention, mm-hmm. especially if you're not familiar with some of the vocabulary they're using, you know, uh, especially in their in their branch, in their field. So, you know, if a guy's talking about surveillance, uh, he's going to talk about, you know, maybe certain theories he's advocating for, maybe some theories he's he's working on. Yes. You know, and so it can, it can sometimes get a little bit hard to remember, you know, what yeah, they said I know, last. I know, I know. It's the same way kind of reading a philosophical text because um, you have to reread lines, you know what I mean? Because in philosophy... Really, a goal is to be very concise with your ideas, mm-hmm. and and the, and the goal is to um, is to aim at making clear, you know, things. So making actually, clear actually, things. Yes. Listen, things make food good. Food, food, good. Food, that was badly good. said. There's actually an episode I, li- I recently listened to on the podcast, and it was called "What Is Philosophy," which is actually a pretty interesting topic because it seems like a really easy question because philosophy sometimes feels just like a subject like anything else like math or science Um, but for me it seems like philosophy kind of encompasses all of the subjects we have um because in a way it's it's more of like a frame of looking at the world um because yes definitely yes because everything kind of always comes back to philosophy it's something Mm -hmm. that's kind of inescapable which is actually interesting There's there's a website you can go online and actually drew I remember who was on the podcast. Yeah, Drew. He actually linked me a couple of years ago. He didn't link me. He told me. He, I think maybe he found out about himself. Okay. I don't know. 
that if you keep pressing a link, the first link on Wikipedia, you'll always go back to philosophy. Oh, I thought you'll go back to Hitler. Uh, well, that's in a different universe. <laughs> okay. In a different universe, Hitler, everything goes back to Hitler. All right. Fine. Uh, so, I mean, that's to me, that's very fascinating because, and there's actually a website. I'll probably link it where you can type in any any topic you can think of, any subject. And it'll go categorically in yeah, a branch yeah, yeah. and come straight back to philosophy. Well, th- philosophy is pretty much like uh, I'm gonna sound stupid if I say this. I don't want to say. No, it. say it. You don't have to say it if you want to. I mean, it's, it's such a human thing to yeah. be, you know, because that's that is pretty much like a window to everything that you can understand. Yeah, in a and it's even it's even this. Way. It's even like thinking about thinking. You know what I mean? Yes, in a way, which exactly. is actually a quote. Exactly. I stole exactly. that. Well, that's philosophy, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was going to say, uh, I like to quote, so in the episode, What is Philosophy? They were asking various philosophers that actual question, you know, what is philosophy? Just mm-hmm. blunt, like, what is philosophy to you? And it's interesting, quite a few of them just were just laughing, you know what I mean? Because it's sometimes difficult to even say, because yeah. it's, so, it's so encompassing. Yeah, well, what, is, what to, is philosophy? What is, what is, what is philosophy? Yeah, what is, what is philosophy? So there was a quote I really liked. I didn't write down the guy's name, but uh, he put it this way. Uh, it's a way to try to get clear about the basic presuppositions of claims that we tend to take for granted, which I thought, uh, which I thought was a very concise way of putting it. You know, I mean, we take a lot of things for granted, right? Yes, yes. And, and in a way, most of us deal with philosophy on a daily basis, because usually the stuff we talk about, especially issues, yes. even, even political issues, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you know, they come back to things. They yes. come back to questions yeah, where yeah. You, you, they're, you know, they're ultimately unanswered. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're not unanswered, but I'm saying that they're seemingly sometimes unanswerable. So yeah, so that that's one thing. Uh, that's a cool podcast. I don't I don't listen to it that often. Well, because it's very hard to process. Yeah, but most yeah, of the I mean, time. philosophy to me is really interesting. But yeah, it is hard to process sometimes. So yeah. I, I I kind of sparingly sometimes listen to it. So kind of transitioning to the next podcast. I yeah, what to? is it? What's your next thing? Well, let, let me let me go and kind of let's go on a little bit of a excursion in the past. Where so I guess some of my thoughts, I suppose. Um, I remember back in uh, high school. Back in 2009, I believe it was, 2008. Really? That was when you were in high school? Yeah, I was okay. in, I think, sophomore or junior or something like that. For me, I'm, I'm really interested also in uh, in a lot of a lot of beer questions in philosophy. For example, philosophy. Beer religion. questions? Beer questions, yes, exactly. Beer questions. That's what I heard. Uh, bigger bigger questions, you know what okay. I mean? Okay. Uh, so, you know, dealing with, for example, philosophy. Religion, for example, is something that's really interesting oh. to me. So, uh, so checking out this uh, YouTube video, which is actually a debate. Uh, between uh, the Christian uh, creationist Ray Comfort, if you ever heard of him before, no, versus a, 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 a <laughs> I a, haven't. And, and, no, I'm the atheist, I think YouTuber, I think his name was Thunderfoot, at least back then. I, I don't. Great. Exactly. So there's this guy with a normal name, and then there's Thunderfoot. Yeah, Thunderfoot. It's pretty bad. But anyway, um, and I watched that video, and so Ray Comfort is a creationist, right? And creationism, that's a whole different topic. Ray Cumbers versus Thunderfoot. Thunderfoot. Uh, creationism is a very different topic, and I think that you know. Uh, that debate is something else, and you know how do you how do you interpret Genesis, so on and so forth. Um, but when I was listening to the debate, I, I was hoping they started the debate like this. He goes, like, okay, so I'm Ray Comfort. Uh, I'm this is going to be a rational debate between a Christian and an atheist, right? And ding ding ding! He started, he started like that, and I thought, oh, I was really hoping because I didn't really read too I didn't read too many things back then. I, I you know I didn't really go looking for a lot of answers necessarily. You didn't go looking for trouble. Yeah, yeah. You didn't go looking for trouble. And uh, when I started watching this bait, I have to say that I got um, pretty disappointed. I got pretty disappointed. At who? At Ray Comfort. And the he reason wasn't was... wasn't very comforting. He wasn't very comforting. The reason was that I think he wasn't approaching this properly. And he was, for example, appealing to scripture, which is something that... Let's say you're debating atheists, right? You, that's not something you want to do because you're not, on, you're not uh, debating on the same level, right? 
So what? Yeah, you're right. You're so right. for exactly. example, yes, yes. You can't say, oh, the Bible's true. Why? Yeah, you can't oh, because the Bible's no, true. No, no, that's no, no, circular no. reasoning. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Exactly. So, so that's something that. That's I was, what I always keep thinking about whenever I. I don't like debates. Yeah, I don't yeah. like listening to them because I feel terrible for whatever side is losing yeah. every single time. And I usually catch that sometimes. Like when yeah. Christians try to argue something, they keep using uh, things that are uh, in their side, like more yeah. familiar yeah. to them in yeah. their side. Without without and without providing an argument, yeah. a philosophical argument and saying, hey, yeah. you know, here are the premises, here's the conclusion, here's why I'm going to defend this argument. Yes. Right? And it's on the same playing field. In the, same way, always, in the yeah, same way, every single time. If you're an atheist, yeah, you can yeah. go, okay, here are my arguments. We can discuss that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I was really, I was really disappointed in that, and I kind of like, I was disheartened, and I was like, man, this is pretty bad. You know, this is kind of like, I hope this guy isn't like the only like Christian debater, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, 2008. Yeah, 2008, 2009. Okay. And so I was reading the comments, which is a terrible idea to do on that kind of video, um, but someone was mentioning <laughs> comments for that stuff. Yeah, who, oh, buddy, oh, buddy. Uh, oh no! But one of the guys uh, said, uh, "You it's know, like black hole." I was like, "I hope, I hope you're not." It was a comment. Somebody was saying something bad or something good. I can't remember. But then the person said, I, "You know, if you want to check out, you know, like real, like a, a, a really good Christian philosophy, check out William Lane Craig." And so I was thinking, "Oh, I hopefully this won't be like you know Ray Comfort again." <laughs> <laughs> and I, pre- and I, I started looking up his stuff, and I realized, "Wow, you know, there's some really good arguments, you know, for Christianity. And there's good arguments for God, and there's good good arguments for the Bible." Oh, and good. Jesus. What's that from? And uh, so yeah, and I, uh, I really, I really like uh, William Lane Craig's work. I think he's a, a really good uh, philosopher, uh, debater. He does a lot of debates, which is which is mostly what I've watched from him. I haven't read his work. Um, they have a podcast too. William Lane Craig does a podcast every week. Um, does he? It's called Reasonable Faith. Uh, which oh, is, yeah, yeah. And that's that. That's what you're here to plug, right? Here to plug. Shamelessly. Exactly. Yep. yep. And, uh, yeah, it stems from the question of the week that he does on, um, on the, on his website. On his website. Which is, uh, which is interesting. It deals with a lot of questions, um, dealing with obviously Christianity, God, the Bible. If you want to check that out, it's pretty interesting uh, to read those things. And, huh. uh, yeah. And the podcast is pretty interesting. Quite. Uh, so that's... But yeah, so, but what were you saying with the debates, right? You don't really like debates, no. right? And so what are you going to say? Well, I wanted to say that. I also don't like uh, debates in the sense where if a debater, his aim is, is solely to win in the debate. I don't really think that's the best idea in a sense because debating is a certain type of format. I'm not talking about discussion. I'm talking about a formal debate, you know, where you come up and you, you defend your thing and go back and the next person does a rebuttal and so on and so forth. I feel like if your aim is solely just to win at the debate in the context no, I don't, like I don't, the, I don't feel like that's really the whole thing that has should so be, much merit. Yeah, it all has to do about understanding the other side and just coming to an understanding to a greater um, plateau of knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, expanding so, your horizons. Yeah, exactly. So for me as a Christian, it's more interesting when you have a discussion. Getting that window bigger. And uh, which is what I actually liked. There's actually a pretty good discussion um, from another podcast. And this is completely the opposite mm-hmm, podcast mm-hmm. called instead of reasonable faith reasonable doubts what is <laughs> this it's an atheist podcast um, really yeah yeah so wait which one copied off the other now is reasonable, this, do they reasonable know? faith was first was it yeah no, that's sure. interesting okay i'm pretty sure at least i could be wrong but hey i don't know uh and the debate it wasn't a debate it was actually a discussion right between an atheist and a christian and uh, the debate was called the status of god in the 21st century and i actually i really like this one because it was like i said it was you know, civil. It was. Uh, it Good. was. It was. Uh, As it should be. It was informative, and, and they were basically the two people talking were asking each other questions. You know, and they were obviously arguing for their stances. 
Uh, but I just it, had a great idea. What? Why don't they take one of these 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 debates? Yeah. And instead, you know, like podcast is still audio, but just put punching sounds, and put crowds. <sighs> yeah, man. <laughs> but that's like the total opposite. <laughs> what the point is? Fine. Yeah. So so yeah, I really like that. Um, Fine. Don't take my my, oh, my, my my attempted humor. Um, uh, humor. So that was a pretty interesting one. Um, yeah, and uh, so yeah, William Lane Craig does a lot of debates. He's recently debated uh, Lawrence Krauss, who uh, is a physicist. Sour Krauss. And he wrote uh, the book A Universe from Nothing. So obviously there's there's room for oh, debate Oh, that's there. right. I saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your and, laptop uh, is full of these things. Again, a pretty interesting debate. Um, there we go. And that's that. And that's that, I think, for that. I, I, I enjoy that podcast. I haven't been listening to it too often as they kind of, they sometimes repeat some things from older questions in the podcast. Well, isn't that a good thing? Like, then you can get you can re- get reminded of it better and it stays in your head a little bit yep, more. Yeah, true, true. So that's on your side. Well, no, I have a couple more. Okay, well, then just go. Okay, a couple more. And next is the Phil Vischer podcast. Oh, and Phil which Vischer. you listen to as well, Phil, I right? listen to it as well, yeah, because I don't, yeah, it's nice. I like it. It's 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 fun. It's relaxing talk. Unfortunately, they never go across their fifty-seven minute border. Border now. Yep. Phil Vischer, I think, didn't we talk about this before? Well, we didn't actually. We we kind of like touched on it, but we didn't really explain. So Phil Vischer, if you ever watched uh, Veggie Tales as a kid, especially maybe, if you're a kid, yeah, yep, uh, which is what we did, of course. Yep, uh, Phil Vischer basically basically created Veggie Tales. Yeah, with uh, Mike Naraki. Mike Naraki, and they did. Um, and it's actually, um, you know, historically. Like it's as far as uh, entertainment goes, yep. it's, it's quite uh, historically uh, valuable—not valuable, like historically notable because it's one of the first, if not the first, like direct-to-video sort of animated series that was yep. uh, computer-generated. And it was like they were just making it on VHS and like Betamax and stuff uh, like that. Yes, I'm so glad that's over. That's that's terrible. What Betamax? Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, well, they didn't re- didn't release it on Betamax. It was released on VHS. But they made it like they were using because oh, yeah, that's it. a lot higher resolution than yep. VHS. Doesn't deteriorate, I don't think. Yeah, so he started a podcast with um, co-hosts uh, Sky Jatani and Christian Taylor. Uh, I think it was like two it's years. Christian Taylor's a voice actress. Yeah, right? Christian Taylor's she a voice actress. She sounds like yeah. Bulma from Dragon Ball. She kind of does. The, the English true. dub from Funimation. Yeah, yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I Sky Jatani is a editor at Christianity Today. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think he's also a pastor. Possibly. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And he's yeah. bald, and he's he's bald. Yep, grumpy sometimes. So anyway, that's it's fun. That's why you get this nice dynamic again. You know, it's pretty entertaining. Yeah, and I, and again, I like that they they have some issues they you know discuss about kind of like us, just not as good. More because we're so more intelligently, <laughs> I suppose. What us? Yeah, of course we're yeah, more yeah. intelligent. Uh, but it's cool because I think that they kind of talk about, uh, I guess, some of the issues, I suppose. And what I enjoy most is that they come at it at a very it's very relaxed. It's witty. It seems like they they are very cautious in the way they tackle these things. You know, yes. because you know, coming from a Christian perspective, it's not that thing where it's just saying, "Oh, well, these guys did something wrong. Why? Oh, because of this." You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, no, they're, it's they're talking good. about like, it. That's how I approach everything. It's always it always has to be within the spectrum of like most perspectives. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Uh, let me think. Perspective. Like when you're trying to like when you're trying to talk about issues socioeconomic, right. social issues particularly because those have more ground at, you know in a, on a philosophical platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually think that the best way to analyze and discuss these things is by using common sense reason yep. and those kinds of 
things. Right, they're tools. Particularly, yes, exactly. Yeah, and Phil Vischer's really like kind of a downer. Most really? Of the time. Why? It just feels like it. Really? Feels like, it feels like a defeated man. Really? A defeated man. How come? No, he doesn't feel like that. I'm just saying that sometimes just his brand of humor is kind of, it's very, it's, it's, it's odd. Really? In I my, guess so. In my opinion. I don't know, I think pretty unique, say. pretty unique, I guess. Yeah. He's, he reminds us of, he reminds me of a friend, Evan Brown. Really? Yeah. He has that sort of same oh, yeah, of cynical kind of, kind, of kind of, I don't know, it's, it's very strange because it's really hard to understand where he's coming from and stuff like that. Okay, okay. So that's that. So that's Phil Vischer Podcast. Pretty cool. I like that. I need it every week, so that's cool. Oh, nice. Yep. So what else is there? Like, what what realm are we in? We're in sort of like philosophical kind yep. of social yep. issues sort of front. Well, I got one Something more. I got less, one more, one more. Less Can geeky more and nerdy. No? What? This is kind of a newer one. Um, but I would maybe recommend if someone wants, if someone's interested in this. Uh, called Conversations from the Pale Blue Dot. This doesn't, this podcast doesn't exist anymore. It stopped like two years ago. But they have like a back but catalog. But it's a new one. Oh, pfft. Because you discovered it. Right, because I discovered it, yeah. They have a back, okay. ca- back catalog of like 80 episodes, something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, but the podcast is basically, again, uh, interviewing uh, various philosophers, but its main... It's Enough main, with your philosophy! Philosophy. Enough philosophy. Uh, but its main kind of goal is, um, again, the discussion between atheists and theists. So, and, and more specifically, Christian theism. So, uh, they interview a lot of, a lot of uh, different philosophers, uh, theologians, so on and so forth, and what I liked about it is that, again, it has that element where the discussions the are, uh, you know, the people are they're patient, um, the interviewer is very considerate, and, the, and the, there's time for the, for the people being interviewed to discuss and to argument their position. And again, I think it's, it's kind of that format of a debate, which to me is, is much more interesting than something than the classical debates where, you know, someone's trying to necessarily win in the context of debate. Though I think the issues are absolutely important. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying that, oh, which one's right? Well, you know, I, obviously I'm, I'm a Christian, so I think that's those are yeah. the best arguments. Yeah. Uh, 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 Christianity. Well, uh, anyway, so there uh, you go. So uh, that's, that's, that's the last one is. I guess I have. If you want to, yeah, maybe we should we can segue on to something, uh, I suppose, less Life daunting. Uh, finds a way. Yep. Uh, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. What about the song? Well, we have another song, I guess. Or we could talk about YouTube. No, maybe? you shut up. You've been talking too long. Okay. It's my, I need to talk. I've been, Sorry, I've, talk. Just, what was I doing? I was doing nothing. Sorry, I really... I stole... I was doing I, I, nothing. I was, I'm annoying with stealing this stuff. What's going on here? Okay, well then let's just do a song, and then we can do another let's thing. Let's do it. Let's do it. How many songs do we have, anyway? Two more. Okay. Let's do a song. Play the song, Jacob. What is it? Next song is by Cloud Kicker. What's a Cloud Kicker? Actually, you know, I think Cloud Kicker, um, oh, he's a dude who lives in uh, Ohio, I believe, right now. Uh, does his own music at home. Uh, mixes, produces, whatever, masters it. Ryan Lerman does too, as well. So. Oh! But, uh, yeah. Instrumental, instrumental. Instrumental? instrumental. I don't know what the song's called, but... <laughs> 14 Nights, you fool! Here we go.
cloud kicker. 14 nights. What do you think of the music? I thought it was good. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> okay, now that you've talked about yeah. your mumbo jumbo, mumbo jumbo, I need to say something. So, no, I'm just kidding. I don't have to say anything. Well, no, honestly. let's talk about some of the podcasts you might listen Okay, to. fine. Look, I'm going to look, I'm going to sound so stupid Why? now. Because no. there's nothing that I'm listening to that's intelligent enough on that level. Doesn't matter. Doesn't so, matter. That doesn't mean because I listen to the podcast, I'm intelligent. <laughs> Yes, what? It does. Philip, no, Philip, no. no. It's just, it's just, no. Not true. Not true. No. 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 Not filming. Well, no, because like, the only reason I want to talk about this podcast because I mean, you know, you know, just want to be honest, dude, honest guy. Okay. Speaking of honest, can I plug something okay, really what? quick? What do you want to plug? Plug uh, Drew's fiance's blog called uh, Very Revealing. And I really like like the honesty and I think her writing is really good. Really? And yeah, she just she blogs about her life. Cool, man. Okay, do that. Where is it? Uh, Veryrevealing.com. So this is like this this whole this whole, this whole episode, episode is, is plug-in just about plugging stuff. Plugins. Well, stuff that we plugins and read and listen. Plugins. So as for me, like me and you, we like looking yeah, at other. Yeah, like. I'm just kidding. Yeah, like me and you, we like me and you. We sort of like looking at other people's. Stuff lives sometimes, you know, because that's what YouTube does. It kind of yep. allows for it allows for um, vlogging, you yeah. know, video blog or like vlogging. And we, I usually don't let, watch too many of those because I think it's kind of weird and I don't like it too much. Really? But there's some people who I really like to uh, mention, which are. Uh, Guy we've known for we've known of for we a while. Yep. I think most of these people, if not all of them, don't know about us. Yeah, probably not. Oh ah, well. Um, it's Tokyo Cooney. Tokyo Cooney. Kevin Cooney. Kevin. His real name. I thought it was like yeah. He's Tokyo a, he's in New York. Uh, he lived in uh, Japan for a while, and he made some videos. You know, production quality not so great, but hey, this is a vlog, right? It's well, and it was it was kind of at the beginning when they were. I don't think vlogs were really popular. Remember, this is back in 2006, 2007, possibly? Remember? I think they were popular. They were? Yeah. I remember huh. YouTube. Back in the old days, no one was doing dubs. No one was doing funny videos. Everybody was doing right. vlogs. So he was doing that, and it was just about him living in Tokyo for, like, he was just recording videos of things that he found very interesting in there. Uh, I find, uh, you know, like, places, particularly in Japan, to be quite interesting uh, because of their history on a social uh, climate and mm-hmm. standpoint, considering the isolationism that they experienced yeah, and true. the uh, different way that their society is structured. That's very interesting for me. And so, and also it's not a bad place. It looks really nice, very nice and clean and stuff. So that's part of their... Like, what do you mean? Like, you mean, like, like for example, like, like societal-wise? You mean, like... Do their different structure of society. Um, it's pretty unique and, uh, well... I'd say so because yeah. I, I don't think there's any other. It's very different. I think there's, I don't think there's any other culture in the world in Asia, let alone anywhere else. Yeah, that's true. That has the same sort of uh, ways of life. Yep, that yep. They do. it's pretty and different. It's just, it's also, so that's why uh, we like watching uh, <laughs> Tokyo Kuni. That's why like, we like watching Tokyo Kuni talking all about KFC and how uh, Colonel Sanders is, is the Christmas mascot <laughs> of Japan. Yeah, yeah and so if you go there, he doesn't make videos anymore. I know, sadly, I, he stopped. Like I don't know when he stopped. Right after ago, the, the uh, tsunami. Tsunami. Yeah, it's too bad though. Didn't get affected by it, but I mean, like, <laughs> well, yeah, he stopped yeah. right after the tsunami. No, no, this sounds so bad. <laughs> 
he didn't get affected by it, but I'm yeah. just saying like, uh, well, he did. Everybody got affected by it, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like physically, no. Yeah. But yeah, he moved back to New York, so he's doing uh, some blogs. Oh yeah, you can check that out too. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, what was I it like called? that article. Tokyo does America or something. Tokyo Queen does America or something. Yeah. Like because he's originally from New York. So anyway, so uh, he still has the... videos in archive. You can, yeah, watch. you can watch those on YouTube. You can watch that uh, chronicle a few of his misadventures, which I thought is very fun. And I think his brand of humor is quite sarcastic and nice. And he's a comedian too, so there yeah. you go. Pretty cool. Uh, and then, But so since he's given up the... Uh, the video logging, and I, I would love to see him, you know, have. I would love to hear his thoughts on uh, New York and where he's know, living yeah. right now compared like cool, to other places he's be been sweet to. If he did the blog yeah. in a video format again, you know, yeah, like yeah. Tokuni version two. Yeah, that'd be sweet. But yeah, he got a little. I don't. I don't want to say lazy, but um, yeah. Yeah. There you go. You can do that, Tokyo Kuni. Yep. It's quite quite fun. Quite fun. I think it's pretty cool. But so since since then we found a replacement, which is uh, a broad in Japan. Yeah, a broad in a broad in yeah, Japan. It, I guess it's supposed to be like a joke on abroad in Japan. It's broad in. I don't know what if that means. I think so. that has something to do with the way he had to type it on YouTube Maybe. or I don't whatever. Know. Maybe it's like a first name last name last name thing. He mm-hmm. looks a little bit like for some reason he looks like Ian Malcolm, even though he doesn't look like him at all. But <laughs> he mannerisms. Maybe I don't know. What's what's his name? Crap, I don't know. Abroad in Japan guy. He's Abroad great. in Japan man. I like him. And he doesn't make many videos, so it's really hard for me to remember his name. <laughs> yeah, but his, his, I think... Oh, 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 oh. Well, it's kind of oh, cool because his, his videos... <laughs> Dad. He, he what, took, Lorraine? He, he broke it. He broke it. He totaled it. Oh, that Beth. He's you know, always... You know how much it's meant to me? Do you have any clue? I know, and all I can say is... I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, say hi to my your mom for me. <laughs> Let's do it. Marty! No, he's in Japan, and he's still making videos. It takes a while for a new one to come yeah. out, but it's worth it. But he does a little bit of a different perspective than Toki Kuni, I think, right? He talks about some stuff that Toki Kuni didn't talk about. Yeah, and it's great, and it's fun, and it's yeah. wonderful. And you should look at it. Abroad in Japan. Abroad in Japan. Yes, and then let's talk about some... Wait, wait, and then, and then I know we mentioned this before, but uh, NHK's wonderful little oh, yes. uh, series called... Um, Japanology. Japanology. Where English people talk about Japan in very excruciating detail. You should check it out. I think like it's pretty good. The history of scissors. And in it's Japan. just scissors. Can you believe yeah, that? Yeah, it goes to like all kinds of topics. 30 minutes of scissors yep. in Japan. And it goes from like scissors, and the next episode is like, you know, oh, tofu. Oh, you know, like that, yeah. that makes sense. And then suddenly, Sushi. you know, rain in Japan. And, and how then it rain. Oh, we and said this how before, it affects but, the Japanese yeah. people. It's pretty fun and pretty cheesy, but good. But good. Know? Educational. There's also uh, another one from the NHK, which is... Tokyo uh, Eye. Yes. I think, for me, it's not as interesting because I don't live in Japan. Yeah. So it's this is this feels like more for people who are there. Because it's like, let's look at the best foods and... In this district. And we're yeah. like, oh, that, that district's different, I guess. Because <laughs> you know, now we don't, <laughs> yeah. we're not familiar sure. with it. But enough about that. What else let's do we segue have? segue to the next YouTube. Japan people. is all about technology and history and all that kind of stuff. So Which brings us to tested. Yeah, test. Let's do tested. Tested is cool. Tested is another podcast slash video YouTube sort of thing where mm-hmm. they talk about basically nerdy stuff, nerdy stuff, tech tech stuff, uh, yeah. movie stuff. Yeah, it's hosted by Norman Chan and Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> and every time the new episodes start, he's he's like, "Welcome to Earth." If it was that Will Smith, yes, but yeah, it's not. But it's, not it's, no. it's 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 Will Smith. It's like the opposite of Will Smith, pretty much. 
Yeah, pretty cool show though. It's um, basically they also have Adam Savage, who from comes in. Mythbusters. Did you, did you mention, that? mention that or no? No, <laughs> comes in from Mythbusters. Yeah, he's he helps out sometimes. Jamie Heineman as well. Oh yeah, that's true. But he's pretty rare. Yeah, but they do like project videos. He's the elusive walrus. Stuff that Adam's working on, and they have a podcast as well. Yeah, it's just you know. Hey, I'm Adam Savage. How's it going, guys? And uh, yeah, they have a podcast which only goes at thirty minutes, unlike this one, which goes in an hour thirty. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's really good. There's lots of tech stuff there. We yeah. uh, like watching that. And then there's this other Hello Internet, which oh, is yeah, another Internet. another podcast, podcast hosted by CGP Gray with Brady Heron. I don't. I'm not doing the voice right. It's close. I'm doing the voice. I'm not very good at voicing now today. It's okay. We're getting already exhausted. We're getting tired yeah. from talking. But yeah, I mean, CGP Gray. You're probably familiar with him from doing those short videos about spot topics like yeah. You know, what, see, kind of, what short videos about topics th- like yeah. different places such <laughs> as Switzerland or the UK or the UK or getting messed Ireland. up with Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. Yeah. There you go. That's kind of the method of talking he implies. Yeah, and they do uh, but what I liked actually from a recent episode, I like something that CGP Gray said which I have a hard time adapting for this is that, you know, there's a format of podcasts according to him called the Two Dudes Talking podcast format, which is basically what we're doing right now. What we're doing right now. See, I'm trying to change it. No, 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 no. That's not a negative way. I'm saying it's a good way. I'm saying I'm trying to change it. Dudes podcast. And my problem sometimes is that I I get a little bit too, uh, I, I I get too a little bit worked up or like, oh, this is, I have to be careful, you know, like I, I, have, I have to, to be careful. if I slur my words, if I mess up, it's like, but you know what? See, that's not well, just talking though. That's well, thing. that's the funny thing. In my case, what? I have an opposite. Really? Mine is, well, of course I get worked up. You can tell in, in some of the episodes, but for me, it's not much messing up as trying to sound smart because I'm not really smart, <laughs> but you are smart. <laughs> that's a sign. If you think you're not smart, it means you're smart. Boom. Did you hear that? Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, some kind of pelican or something. No, that I know was, from up. No, from uh, uh, the birds. The Not the birds, oh, yeah. not the Alfred Hitchcock. The other yeah, the birds. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't like Feed the Birds or something? For the Birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pixar short? Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, like it's, but it's also kind of, it's also kind of hard to get the two dudes talking dynamic sentence because, you know, you don't have a, thought to finish and it sounds so unofficial where it's just like yeah. speaking of annoying noises this is one of the oldest podcasts I've ever listened really? to not even a podcast it's a radio show oh yes and I love this so much yep you know this is like the the prime this is the prime of, this is, this of is the, all the crown jewel. Yes, of, I have to say, I agree, man. And it's uh, it's Stephen Merchant, Ricky Gervais, and Carl Pilkington, the hero, Carl on XFM Pilkington, on XFM back in 1997. Oh like no, the that, 1990s. Yeah, throughout 2000 until 2005, Crazy, I think. Yeah, and then they had some podcasts, uh, like audiobooks, sort of episodes later on but that sort of section of time where it started with Ricky Gervais who's this comedian I guess everybody knows about him now from the office selling out all the time yeah selling out Ricky Gervais (laughs) always selling out (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) anyway no Stephen Merchant who co-wrote 
the yes, office. Yes, and that's what made them famous, right? But before that, they they were hosting XFM and they hated yeah. it apparently or something. Well, like, like they that. they were basically they didn't care. They like, they said they they treated the whole radio like they were just gonna get fired next week. Yeah, they treated it like that. I wish I wish in a we week could turned treat into it like years. That. Why why don't we treat this thing like we should? Maybe someday. I think it's just this mindset thing. It's a mindset thing. Yeah, they were working. They were doing it in the nineties. Okay, what do we want? I just want to say, like you said, I I think that the a partial remedy is just having a nicer setup. Yeah. Because you're not hot, you're cool. And it also helps down. if people actually listened. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But then, no, wouldn't that be opposite? For me, for me, it feels like if more people listen, it's like, oh no. No, because the, the less inclined, the softer the blows are. In what way? Because if le- if more people are listening, mm-hmm. more people will still keep listening. It just, that, that just happens. It's more of like a community thing where it's like, oh yes. yeah, we're all having fun. Because... Yeah. I think the, the the thing that happens with podcasts. <laughs> okay, what's the thing that happens with podcasts? Is people listen because they want to hear the people talk. Yes. Not necessarily what they want to talk about. That's sort of like a bonus. But it the depends, funny thing actually, is, I think there's both ways. There's, yeah. there's one one way to listen to just the content, and there's one way to listen to and of course also, or know, both. And of course, with my voice, you can't lose. Whatever, Marty. Oh, Marty the future again. I can't lose. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Though. I see what you're saying. Doc, though. gotta get the book back from Biff, and we can't get the book back. We all the way to 1885. Here's some money from 1885. That's a very interesting story, future boy. But tell me something about. I forget what he says. Uh, if, if, if the, the me, me of the, the past future. is now, if the me of the future is now in the past, how could you possibly know about it? You sent me a letter. You sent me a letter. That's better. Thank you. Heine. So yeah, that that's the thing. Yeah, I like love how there's going to be these weird little interjections of Back to the Future. Yep, dialogue. I'm saying yep too much today. Way too much. Anyway, I didn't um, notice it. Good. But anyway, so I'm saying like the more viewership you have, the I think the softer the blow is. Yeah, I think maybe you're right. When you fail, that. when you fail, yeah, like now when we're just rambling. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's the last thing we want to talk about? No, I want, we were still talking about Ricky Gervais. Good. Yeah, go ahead with that. And I just love this podcast. I mean, this podcast. It's I just love this radio series because at the beginning in the '90s. The late '90s, before they did The Office, they were just just Ricky Gervais and yeah, and uh, Steve Merchant, the Smirch, and, and they were you know trying to get this done. And it's okay, but it really wasn't anything special. I think it could have been safely been uh, forgotten in the mists of time. I think they lost quite a few episodes. Yeah, they? it's just not as special. But when they got their wonderful producer, Carl Pilkington, the one and only, the one and only, head like a an orange. <laughs> Um, when they got him on, things went from bad to worse. They went from okay <laughs> to, to amazing. amazing. Oh, Carl! I, I Carl. love, I, I love that Carl, like being the producer, and the, putting the pushing the buttons, you know, yeah. in the background, the and they would ask him questions, like sometimes, like yeah. Carl, what do you think of this? And he would say something, and it'd be faint in the background. And as you progress, and most of the more episodes, suddenly they bring in Carl, like let's talk for a couple minutes, right? And by like. Several episodes down the road, he's not part of the. He's part. Yes. Of, he's part of the team. And then they ask him questions, and that's where it's just the best. And it just it's great. I mean, it's, it's great because like, you listen. You go through it, and you listen to it, and then you can hear the. It gets so annoying. It like in season two, like the second oh, yeah. series, it just gets so aggravating with monkey news. Oh, it's man. all monkey news. Yeah, and Carl, Carl has a segment where he talks about monkey news, <clears throat> and it's clearly stupidity. I mean, like it's fake. It's the stories are fake. It's genius. My car's like, yeah, did you hear that? It's monkey. It's monkey. But great, Carl's great because it's like, like I think what Ricky Gervais said, he has a, he has a unique perspective. And he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I mean, I really think so. There's not a lot of people who just like look at stuff like the And then eventually they did some pod, some actual podcast ones. And then they did some 
and they did some TV shows with Carl in it, just like Idiot Abroad, and that, which I think, see, that's what I don't understand. It should have been called a Genius Abroad, or just Carl Pilkington Seven Wonders. Keep it, keep it because real in a sense. Yeah. Don't don't make a marketing thing out of it. That's right? that's what I didn't like about it. Because kind much. of, and yeah. I think it was fine for the time. You know, like for like making one, you know, one series because they weren't bad. They were fine. I liked them. I liked watching them. Idiot Abroad. Yeah. Yeah. The second one as well, and then the third one with uh, Warwick Davis was good as well. I mean, but but the thing is, I feel like you can't get Carl to keep doing more things because I think he's such a unique guy, and I think he's actually genuine. And so I feel like that's the thing. I don't, you know, I don't want him to be on the limelight all the time. I like him when he's around. We know he exists, and he's doing, and he's just having these wonderful thoughts, and occasionally have him on a podcast, which I wish they could keep doing. They should do it a couple extra and uh, have him. Just talk about the things that he's experienced. And yeah, tell some stories. Totally, think that's I totally agree. So that's what I like listening to, and it's just the crown jewel of man. There's so there's like there's so that. much like if you just listen to an episode, I don't know, like like right, just yeah, hilarious. There's so much stuff in there that's funny. And then I listen to the uh, guys with pencils, which is a oh, yeah, Canadian yeah, yeah. group of two animators, a Canadian group of two animators, oh, a whole group. Yeah, and they just talk about working in the industry at least in Can- in Canada and always having a guest which we yeah, never Yeah, uh, you sent me an episode which is pretty interesting. There you go. Again, yeah, pretty interesting. Um about setting up businesses yeah. and stuff like that. So it's really nice to hear their perspective about it. So that's cool. I like listening to that and, as well. They talk about also animation, right? Yeah. Um various forms of animation, right? Sometimes, but I think it's more just about talking about living with that occupation right okay okay That's specifically what for whatever they're doing in their caliber you know like, yeah and s- skill range level and stuff like that it's still very good you know what so I mean? you, so would you say like you found some stuff out that you maybe didn't know before probably yeah. yeah there's some there's some cases where it's nice that's why i like listening to it it's interesting and it's always getting another perspective haha <laughs> philosophy yeah 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 and then there's also like this live show with uh there's this you know there's an artist called katie shanahan She's pretty oh, yeah, popular yeah, on DeviantArt, yeah. and uh, her younger brother Shaggy. Oh, Shanahan. it's her younger brother. Yeah, I thought Shaggy was older. No, and Shaggy used to have a podcast. He doesn't do that anymore, which is weird yeah, because now weird. podcasts are getting popular because we're doing it too. <laughs> yeah, because we're doing it. See, that's the thing. That's the thing we talked about with podcasts, where they're fun to listen to because you like the people. Uh, their interests are very close to my interests. Yeah, you know, you know animation and stuff like that, and art to a degree of like it's not like high art it's not like you know you know like the fundamentals of you know. art theory and stuff like that yeah but it's 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 you know it's it's fun to listen to every week so they have that shanahan against live it's pretty cool the funny thing is the way i found out about them mostly was um, the, she you know katie has a made a comic sort of slice of life comic if you know yeah, what i mean pretty cool. That's yeah, and just about like their actual real life experiences mm-hmm which is nice, and uh, with their their experiences, and it's always kind of funny to listen to to look at. So then they do a video blog, yeah. And so she draws because she does comics, and uh, Shaggy does a lot of multimedia things, particularly going into voice acting more than other things, I think, and writing, which is you know great and everything. But the funny thing is the way I learned of that show is because those comics a while ago but more recently when I started working on that Lord of the Rings audiobook yeah the funny thing about the Lord of the Rings audiobook is like you can't even imagine me doing that because I sound so different I need to be more regal when I talk about the Lord of the Rings audiobook 
the Lord of the Rings. And the way, and that's how I kind of learned from their existence when they did that. Really? How again? Like, like what By happened? the Lord of the Rings, because he actually subscribed to oh, my channel. Oh, yes. Which is very nice of him. So I, we had a few conversations over YouTube. Um, Poops? No. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm we sorry. had a few conversations <laughs> over YouTube um, Messenger, like those horrible, horrible private messages on YouTube, which is very badly organized. Yeah, you can't even... Yeah, you can't do anything with that. So he mentioned my audiobook thing a while ago on, on their live show. Pretty cool. I think that is pretty cool. I'm just a little bit disappointed. Why? That I'm still not their friends yet. That's <laughs> too bad. I would like to. I mean, I wish I was friends with everybody we were talking about. That'd be nice. That'd be it? awesome. It would. Sorry about the poop thing. <laughs> the YouTube poop. I didn't want to budget. Speaking of YouTube poops. Oh, Frank Ireland. We talk, Frank we mention him like in every podcast. I think He's we probably do right now. Hello, Frank. So awesome. Well, well look who it is. Frank <laughs> Ireland. Frank Ireland. He's a, he's, a really, he's a really good editor and he does YouTube poops. Was the, yeah, well, no, when not you subscribe only YouTube to him. poops. Yeah, and he, he does, does mashups. He does, he does mashups and stuff like that, and it's really great. And he mentions us, so we should yeah, mention and, him. Yeah, well, we are, we are now. Which we are. And what's amazing to me is like, I don't know how he comes up with all this stuff. Like, I wouldn't come up with like, like a quarter of any of that stuff. <laughs> it's like it's like such like such good uh, transitions between all the yeah. ideas. I and think it's like that's fits. a really good look into like a mind, like a mind, like how a mind works mm-hmm. and how it links together. Yeah. At least Frank's does links together these different things all the time. When he watches something, he, it becomes like, oh, it's Batman, and then he puts Batman there, and, and it, it makes changes. sense. It makes and sense. it makes sense. But it's not something that you would normally see put on the screen, right? And that's that's what's cool. Yeah, and funny, funny. and funny. What else? What else do we like listening to? You, we used to. Well, I still kind of do. I kind of to. do too. Kevin Smith, he's like a podcast uh, entrepreneur. No, no, he's like a podcast overlord. Yeah, he's like a podcast overlord. He's like fifty podcasts. He does yeah. like every week, all the time. And uh, well, he's the kind of guy who can talk a lot. Yeah, and I not. It's not me. That's not. Well, he can just he can sit down. He just talks really slowly and just goes on and on. Yeah, and so he has a whole podcast dedicated to Batman. Fat Man on Batman. I listen to it because Batman's cool. Batman's awesome. But not cool enough for people to keep making him turn into this uh, oh. huge, invincible... I know, because Superman can beat him. It's a fact. You just started a lot of... I know I did, but it's a fact. I'm sorry. Yeah. Think about it. But Batman has intellect. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm saying brute force. Of course. But some people probably would say like, no, Super, no, Batman will use his uh, rope gun. Will make a will make a machine like he does in Dark Knight Returns. Sorry, the materials of Earth aren't as strong. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just uh, for me, all these characters, I just I can't say like Batman will beat him because Batman's cool. Yeah. Batman's yeah. cool. I it's like Batman pointless. a lot. But it's like I just, it's not kind like I like Superman more. But I just feel like Superman hasn't had enough uh, admiration from the real life people of the world mm-hmm. so i feel like you know I, I just gotta help the man of steel out a little bit yeah he should get some more love yeah anyway uh so we... kevin smith does that always interesting to listen to he can talk and he gets anything. a lot of people on his interviews yeah and especially a lot of people who are like fundamental in creating the batman. comic book world right yeah and the animated batman yeah and sometimes even the live action movies but not that that much so there's a lot of uh, interesting. They're quite long though the interviews. Some of them expand three episodes, yeah. like, yeah. like three hours of an interview. And then they sometimes do commentaries as oh, well. Oh yeah, did you, did you ever oh, watch yeah, one? Yeah. Paul, I watched one with Paul Dini. Really? Who is with, uh, actually watching the movie writer. or just listening? Yeah, 
No, no, with the movie. Okay, okay. Like, we watched Batman... We watched Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. What do you think? Fun. Really? Fun. It, but it's so funny how they were actually watching with mute. Yeah. It's kind of weird. So they weren't even, like, l- hearing the lines. No. Apart from the ones they, they memorized. Yeah, they were watching with Paul Dini, who was a great writer. He's a nice writer. He I wrote, was a cool he wrote, many, wrote many Batman animated series episodes. Um... And then there's the wonderful Mark Kermode and Simon Mayo. We're talking... The flagship of, the, of, of BBC Five Live. BBC Five Live. They're a weekly movie review talk show, mm-hmm. pretty much. They always get... Uh, well, it's from BBC, so of course they're just going to be very, very... British? <laughs> no, they're going to be very um, efficient and fast-talking and smart. Eloquent. Unlike us. And they... Talk a lot about movies, and Mark Kermode is, I think, my favorite movie critic. I think I'd agree with you. Definitely. Because I can't think of another he's movie great critic because, because he doesn't he doesn't write. Yeah, he just talks. And he well, he actually does write. Actually, we don't ever does read, he? We never read stuff. Yeah, his re- he's, I think he's an editor. I think or a contributor, possibly to a a magazine. Like a magazine does he? But I always thought that his reviews were never written down because he always well, talks like he's had them. he's had like a big chunk. Most of his reviews, pretty much. Yeah. But sometimes he writes. And he's anyways. very eloquent and well worded. He rants a lot, which is great. I like rants. I enjoy them. I'm not, you know, I'm one of those guys who likes hearing the negative more than the positive, to be honest. But then again, I like hearing the negative of my stuff more as well, so I can learn how to fix it. So I can get other people's perspective on things. But it's nice that he's also, he doesn't, to me, he doesn't feel at all, like some critics tend to think their opinion is so important, and some critics seem a little bit too, what is that, highbrow, is that the word? Yeah. I think Mark just seems like he's really honest. Like he's an honest guy, yeah. and he's just—he's—he's he's basically, his—he's reviewing a film based on his reactions, based yeah. on his feelings which is as well, what which is I part of watching a movie is. too. But I can't talk like Mark Kermode because he talks like this. It's so hard. It's so hard to talk like Mark Kermode. Yeah. So today we're watching Silent Running, one of my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah, like sci-fi that. films. Silent Running. Here's the thing, which here's the shocked thing. the movie market back then. Here's the. And Simon, Simon Simon's reviews are great. Yeah. It's great. I liked it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Quite, I quite enjoyed it in 3D. <laughs> the 3D Hello to Jason Isaacs. Last thing. Well, then I listened. Let's go back to oh, Best more, Friends. Cool. Best Friends I bought, so they do a podcast too. They talk a lot. Their podcasts are like two hours minimum. They reach up to almost four hours sometimes. I have no Whoa, idea really? how really? Four happens. hours for one Almost episode? Almost four hours, yeah. Like 350 or something like that? And of course, they just stick a microphone in the middle. And, and they, they step 50 feet away from... And they just talk like this. It's like, I didn't like the second Witcher. I thought it was crap. See, that was Pat, you see. That's, that's... that's pretty good. And then they talk about all kinds of different video games things. Sometimes there's only a rare occasion where I don't know what they're talking about because sometimes they talk about some stuff that's a little bit too nitty-gritty in terms of uh, what they uh, like. So it's not, it's not like, uh, like technical things, but it's yeah. more like... And there's always something that I probably didn't hear from and they reference that I don't understand. Oh, yeah. I can see what you're saying. But yeah, most of the time it's like this. And then, you know, and... And then Wooly comes in. We've got a package. <laughs> We've got a package. <laughs> yeah. We've got to cancel the post office box. We've got to cancel the post office, guys. It's too much mail. <laughs> well, that's not that. we got to cancel the post office, guys. Yeah, that's pretty close. And Matt usually doesn't say anything. But he really? Just goes in, the po- <laughs> in the podcast? He doesn't really talk much. Huh. I thought he would talk, actually... 
more. He doesn't really talk much. He just yeah. Zach. <laughs> Zach's a cat. Oh really? Yeah. His apartment's pretty cool. His new apartment. Yeah. That he he did. They a still tour. they still didn't, oh, do they didn't do a tour, tour yet. yet. But his old apartment. The, the didn't tour, tour yeah. yeah. Didn't do that yet. So they like cereal. I he but at least Matt does. I mean, see that's the thing. Like I usually gravitate. Like, I think this is a natural thing. Like you just usually gravitate to people who uh, share the same interests yeah. as you do. Like Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, so, the last thing is harking back, uh, more than five years to a time where a channel existed, where they started putting videos up on MySpace, then later moved to YouTube and even had their own website. Oh, New York's yeah. Black 20. New York's Black 20. Which was a comedy website. Yeah. Um, with a bunch of dudes who had an office. Yeah. And they had different, uh, segments, different shows. There was The Middle Show with David Price. That's Which the is, best. That is that is the best, I think, from from their stuff. Hey, I'm David Price from the Middle Show. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. Today we're interviewing people on the street, and it's like it's so good. It's so good because like it was like immediate. It was it was uh, it was funny. It was like off the cuff. And David Price is so good. But before you go to David Price, Sorry. just just mention that Black Twenty again. Black, Black Twenty. We really didn't watch many of the right, other I mean, ones. The other the other thing they the other things they did were uh, Network, which was a small kind of dramatic. Not dramatic. Was a. Um, a written, a scripted show they did. I don't know how often, but it was short episodes, 10 minutes, something like that, with Torpy and I forgot, and Michael, I think, with the two characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of like, um, I think it was like, quote-unquote, meta in a way, because some of those people, those are actual names, but they were characters, blah, blah, blah. It's so funny that we talk about this, because this is really something from 2005, I know, it, it seems 2007. like it's like just dis- disappeared. Like, I don't, I've yeah. never heard anyone mention it since then, but they were like, Kind of they popular. Were popular. Back then. I remember. I think one of their most popular videos were. I think someone must have seen which this, ones? when the three hundred trailer came. Oh out yeah, they did in, in two thousand seven, and three hundred became popular and turned into this pop culture. Yeah, weird poop culture. And thing. the stupid. This is popular. Uh, yeah, and uh, they made a PG version of the three hundred trailer. So instead of like, you know, like, uh, so like instead of holding swords, they give them like candles or stuff candles like that and, then, like, and then they like like uh, uh leonidas is holding his sword up towards the 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 messenger the messenger and he's and and then it, they, they superimpose a cake on yeah. it and then the messenger is like this is delicious instead of instead of you know instead of this is madness oh, and yeah. he goes madness this is cake town and so it's like the PG version and everybody loved it and I remember it was really popular on YouTube it's probably still on there I because bet. someone must I have re-uploaded it funny thing is they did it before our they did, they did it after our uh, dub I know yeah have. did it after right yeah man and Drew has suspected that they might have looked at ours and Ooh. got inspired it's possible there wasn't it's possible there. because there weren't that many we were, we were the first ones. That's the weirdest thing to me. Every single time. YouTube, such a big thing. But Tim says, but remember we Tim said, I think Tim told ones. us that he said there were dubs back then. Really? I checked. You checked. First time. Nothing. This was like February 2006. Okay. So it's just been like four months. Since Ooh, YouTube, after the release. Of YouTube. There was nothing. If not very little. I'm really I I can I I swear on the holy book that there was nothing. That there was so little. It was all it was all from us at the beginning. Nice. Anyway, David Price. Anyway, David what Price. What do you want to say? Or do you want to say? Yeah. Something? Anyway, from YouTube to their own website, 
very popular back. Well, I don't know. In our opinion, know, Mary, it seems but like they it, were. Yeah, popular. they're from New York. They had some great ideas for some games, like uh, like what uh, really candy bar was the best and stuff like that. Remember? Oh, you mean like on the like their little segments? Yeah, their little segments yeah. and thing. And then so David Price, he looks a little like Christian Bale. He's pretty cool, and I really like him. And I really like his uh, sense of his, humor. Yeah, and his and his energy. Yeah, and dedication to the. All the and he didn't. And the coolest thing was he he didn't care. Like he went out there exactly, and he did stuff, and it was hilarious when you watched it again. Yeah. And, the, and my favorite bit was where if someone would ever ask him something like, "Hey, like who are you?" He'd be like, "I'm David Price from Middle Show." Yeah, and it's yeah. great because the, and he, he had just had this tie and this uh, suit shirt shirt shirt. Yeah, like it's like a shirt and a tie. And that's it. And yeah. they were always rolled up, and it was like funny. Great. And then character. And even some in some episodes, the office was outside in the street. Yeah, it was just a stupid desk with some papers. Yeah, that's the office, the middle show office. Excellent. Yeah, no need great. to do any things. They just went out and did stuff. There was this one episode where they went to do all the pizza, oh, the best episode, pizza slices in New York because they were in New York, right? Yeah. And so it was like, there was like a challenge. Was day, like in one let's, day. let's see how many pizza places we can go to. And it was so great because they were all so happy at the beginning. Let's do this, and they're like they're trying it, trying it. And then in the end, they didn't even make through half of it. Yeah. Whose idea was this? This is so dumb. Yeah. But he was serious. It's like, <laughs> of course, like, we have and to that, eat pizza. And that was like. the best episode. And you even contacted David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like Facebook, um, David Price. Well, are we, like, aren't we his friends on Facebook? We are his face. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. Maybe you are. I think I might be. Maybe not. Uh, I, I don't know. I but am. I messaged him because the pizza video yeah. is not, on, on the internet, everything else is mostly there. It's still yeah. there, like archived. From Black 20. But for some reason, the pizza episode isn't. Ridiculous. And he's like, I'll check out, I'll uh, ask some of the dudes back at Black 20. Nothing. It's gone. The video's gone. That's too bad. Which is too bad. But it was nice of Dave to reply. Yeah. Dave from the middle cool. show. I wish they could do that again. Oh, well. I know. That'd be sweet if they came back. What else do you have? That's it. Got nothing else. Let's play a song. Let's do the last song. So here's a song by Vlasta Popic. They're <laughs> actually uh, a band from Croatia. What? They're in Croatia, yeah. Uh, from Varaždin, which is just north, oh, of, yeah, yeah. Just north of Zagreb. Uh, yeah, I kind of discovered them. Yeah, Broke Town, that's true. Kind of discovered them, I suppose, maybe a year or two ago, something like that. Pretty cool sound, though, I think. Cool. Let's do it.
feeder. <laughs> it's not yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, it's Vlasta Popich. Yep. Vlasta Pokret. 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 Trigir. The quaint town of Trigir. Trigir. Well, is that it? Is all the podcast yeah. stuff? So this is just, we're just doing it live. Doing, doing it live. live we're just doing it really fast. Really, like, it's just going to be long. It's going to be a long one. It's going to be a big one. <laughs> just happened to be like that. Just happened. Sorry, everybody. I mean, yeah. I don't know. We're sorry I mean, if we're just <laughs> rambling. There's the a dog, dog in the background. protesting. Not our dog. Uh, it sounds I, like we're just out of stuff. It sounds like we don't know anything. We're just out of d- stuff. Uh, I uh, listen to people. Uh, you see, those are pretty much most podcasts I listen to. It's yeah. not all of it, of course. Yeah, I mean, either. I, I didn't mention some, all the podcasts. Because, like, but. as I said, I'm not very organized. Mm. And what I, whenever I follow people or something, I just have to, you know, I just juggle yeah. them around. And, like, I have some podcasts, like, I'm checking out, but, you know, you kind of have to listen to a couple episodes and be like, okay, you know, maybe I'll mm-hmm. leave this, maybe I'll delete it. Um, so, yeah, I'm, yeah. But look, everybody we mentioned, we like a lot. And yeah. they're great. And they're fun to watch. So you should watch it. Yeah, if you want to. And we didn't want to pick, like, Nostalgia Critic or yeah, Dead Walker. Because I feel like most people know about Yeah, exactly. Or guys. James Rolfe. Vsauce, for example. Yeah, Vsauce. There we go again. Hey, Vsauce, Michael here. <laughs> interesting, but it's like, you, you probably know of it. You've probably seen it, like, on the front page of YouTube or something. Vsauce. Yeah, so I, I like uh, just to mention people that maybe aren't so known, and uh, maybe you like them. Maybe you won't. Hopefully you will. Because it matters as your perspective. Young grasshopper. I want to talk about some websites and stuff, but what really websites? I don't know. Like, just mention like, what do you look at usually, Philip, on the internet? Like, what websites do you visit every day? Do you have regular visits? I just visit Reddit. Or? Yeah, I go to Reddit sometimes. That's too. sort of my. That's sort of my. The, the thing in I, between thing. Yeah, the thing I haven't really like grasped is like you know the custom Reddit where you find like the best subreddits that you like and then just have that as your Yeah, thing. like uh, Reddit I still have like R, the like, vanilla stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R gaming versus R games. Yep. My goodness. Or Ask Reddit I think that versus could just... Ask True Reddit. It's like better questions. It's not. Well, Ask Reddit is pretty interesting but Ask True Reddit is like, you know, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is one of the big things. Like, I really have to say this is, this shows you exactly like what it's about. Like, R gaming. This is my opinion. Yeah. I haven't seen any better ones but if there are better examples. Man, you know, R gaming. Who, buddy? Our gaming is a bunch of stupid idiots, <laughs> bunch of morons, like just putting a stupid and, meme. And Sometimes they're funny. That's the whole point. Like I, I, I just look at it occasionally because there's some funny just jokes. Glance, glance at a couple things. Yeah, but usually it just makes me upset because <laughs> it's dumb. Because it's like, look, look, remember that from that video? Like, found this gem and it's Zelda. You know the, the yeah. I Zelda. found that. Anyone remember this? And it's like great Superman. We all know this. Like, yeah, we know. You know. Yeah. And then you go to our games. Which is amazing. Like, I can't believe how civil <laughs> the level just I went up. I can't believe how civil they are. Like, it's like they... So do they um, talk about games in a way where... Yeah, they totes do. They just, like, they talk about all the fundamentals the gameplay, of gameplay, the story, the development. All that kind of stuff. And every time there's something that an- it's announced, announced right, on, the, on that right. um, page. Um, on the internet. Yes. <laughs> Instead of having people saying, oh, yeah, but I, I just I just cream my pants. It's yeah. it's a generally very well-spoken uh, reaction. Reaction to right. it. Like, I'm really excited about it, but I'm uh, I'm quite concerned about... This and this aspect, and this perhaps and this aspect. will work, yeah. this will work. Exactly. It's great. Whereas, yeah. Whereas our see, gaming is... You can see the difference. No, whereas our gaming is, for example, like... Prepare to have your mind blown. This game being released tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like, tomorrow's launch day. Get your... It's like, 
Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. That's what it yeah. is. Any other websites? Not particularly. Yeah, so Reddit. This, there's some subreddits I found that are kind of cool, but like I, I don't not. I'm not and a Reddit expert. And it's also the uh, the amount of uh, new jet new content. Yeah, that's I generated. just take it sometimes. It's always the big ones that that get more content. Yeah, every I don't day. know if it's for you like this, but for me, when I'm like when I have like gone through like I've done stuff or I've done finished with like you know studying or whatever or done my things, and if I'm if I'm if I check a lot of stuff and I'm really bored at the end, it's like Reddit's the last resort. It's like that's right. That's exactly <laughs> with me too. It's like if you're super bored, nothing to do, just just checking stuff completely um i don't know there's a website i sometimes check uh occasionally called uh, the verge oh yes which is pretty cool i like it it's a it's a i would say it's, it's more, more of a tech tech thing. news website but they're not they're not see, really that's the other aspect like we both like tech mm-hmm. we just like really we get around we we we, we know a few things right when it comes to tech and technology and uh, the uh, the advancement of uh of that sort of thing yeah but we're like I guess we're more interested in kind of yeah forget it anyway I want to say um, The Verge um, pretty unique uh, do, way do you think, of, more, do you think more people news? know about that The Verge no, probably probably Verge. but it's a little bit more specific because they do tech stuff but their their spiel is kind of also that they don't want to be solely a tech site which is why the right. guys who founded The Verge yes uh, used to work at Engadget. I don't know if you've heard of those guys before. It's a tech. It's yes, that, that's I've, a tech I've, I've heard of them. Yes. And so the main guy, Joshua Topolsky, who was at Engadget, kind of realized that it was being way too focused on tech, and the writing wasn't that it's great. A, it's 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 also and it wasn't really so engaging. You know prob- what I mean? Yes. And so he left, and he got took some people with him, and yeah. people wanted to go with him and start a new thing called The Verge. And so, The Verge is kind of trying to blend in. Not just tech news, but also cultural news, and they also have some headline news. So you kind uh, of get. And I remember they have some movie reviews. Yeah, movie reviews as well. We so it's not. List, it's kind of. I read. It's kind of you know. Yeah. Having more elements in, which makes it more interesting, you know, so it's a little more cultural as well. So I, I like that. It's pretty cool. It's checking out out sometimes. And they've got pretty good, I think, writers on mm-hmm. the team, and I think their research is pretty good, and it's pretty quality. And the design is nice as well on the site. So. Quite nice. Yep. Anything else you check I, or no? See, that's the thing. Usually not, because yeah. I'm usually just trying to do my own thing. Yep. But sometimes I just get really bored, and when I get really bored, all I do is go to YouTube and yeah, watch videos. Sometimes I watch videos that be a nostalgic memory. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes someone asks me to watch a movie with them. Then I do. That's just how it goes. There's the island. <laughs> I own an island off the coast of Costa Rica. I think we're done. I think so. Guys, oh. uh, I'm about to say it. it. Yeah. Please go to iTunes. Please subscribe. Subscribe. Vote us up if you like this episode. Most likely you won't because it's just a bunch of idiots talking about things they, they, they sort of like. Who wants to listen to that? But give it five stars anyway. But give it five stars <laughs> anyway. Subscribe, like, subscribe. Look, I wish I was. If you don't use iTunes, use iTunes and subscribe. Yeah, 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 and give give us a high vote if if you want me to talk like this in the next episode all the way through. You can email us, so I can practice my accent. Email Phil and say, and if you're from Britain, email that's Phil right. and tell him that's so wrong. I'm from that part of the UK. Wrong. But I think I'm trying to do sort of a generic BBC. Oh, BBC generic. Not really like this because that's from the other side down there. Whatever side that is, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. I, d- I, don't, I don't. It's okay. We're done here. Before it becomes pathetic. Let's, Thanks, everyone. I hope. Uh, let's stop it. Just go. And go. Okay, yeah. Go to that website. Not the website. Go to the iTunes. <laughs> Subscribe. All right, everyone. Uh, look, look for it. Look for it. Phil and Jake. 
Now I sound like Keeper Willie. That's what I sound like. Yeah. That's what I sound like. I'll do a better job next time. I'll You're do peeking, buddy. You're peeking. Just go. Just go. I'll do a better job next time, and then finish I'll, it. I'll do a better job next time tomorrow. So please go to iTunes. Okay, we said that, Philip. I know. We can cut them out. Cut it just in. have to put it. Just have to keep talking about it so people remember. Okay. So people remember. Just have remember, to keep talking. About. Just have to. Keep, I wish I could do a Scottish accent. Just have to keep talking about it so but people remember. Does general does general have to say nor- northern Scottish or? Glasgow accent. I like to do Glasgow accent. There's a Glasgow accent. I can't. I like that, that one. one. It's pretty good. We should be talking about that before, like later on. Maybe talk about what? Maybe next time. What? Maybe ne- next time we could talk Cult- about culture. We, we could talk about culture. We culture. Could talk about oh, different. Man, that's so hard. We can talk about different accents. Culture. Wow, that's so bad. We can't talk about different accents next time. A Glaswegian. Glaswegian. I can't. I can't even do that. Cool. We've been trailing like this for like, this last bit. So. That's it. Um, what? Wait, what's that? What? Whoa! Did you see that? Hey! Hey! Ron! What? Oh, what's going on? I just... Do you feel that, Jake? Do you feel that? Just stay calm, stay calm, stay calm. We have to just stay here. We have to call emergency. Call emergency. Okay, here we go. So, so we just got back. Conversation. Or, yeah. Conversation time. So we just got back from the this weekend's number one movie. This week, this weekend's number one movie until next week. That's true. That's how it goes. But in this my, case, my it fav- was my finally. Fav- my favorite is the number one movie in America. Yeah. And then, <laughs> this next summer, week. it's the number one movie in America. Yeah, and in this case, it was. Uh, Do you think that the, when the movie came out now, I know usually movies come out later in Japan, but do you think that in Japan they left it Godzilla or did they translated back to Gojira? I'm pretty sure they translated it back to Gojira. Probably, yeah. Because in the whole film they were just Gojira. They even called it Gojira, and I like that. So anyway, we just got back. Um, we decided cool. to hold our tongues until we were right here. So this is actually us actually discussing for the first time the film. Itself, and if you yep. like spoilers, this is the place for you. This is spoiler central. Yeah, pretty spoiler much. I'm sorry, zone. we the can't just. Zone. The problem is, we just can't talk about it. Well, I, like again, I think that uh, when you're doing listening to reviews, if you're going to read a review, I really think that I don't see a situation, for example, myself that I would be in where I would want to read a review before I watch the movie. Yeah. I don't really know what... Even though the point... Sometimes there's reviews that do that for... You can get a summary of the plot, in a sense, maybe... But maybe sometimes some there are reviews the... that do that so it would give you an aid to consider watching it or not. Right, that's true. That's true. But which, in which, our which case, is it's one... not true, because right. no one cares no. about our considerations. Exactly, and you're not going to come to us and be like, hmm, so... Yeah, so anyway, spoiler, like spoiler, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. It's fine, though, to be honest. And I th- I it's think Godzilla, that... so we came in one minute late, which was a record... Yeah, because we, we're usually, usually on always time on time. To, to but movies. of course, we didn't miss anything. And uh, yeah, commercials, obviously. What else could we say before this? Uh, Let's see. Before this, okay. Um, we had a we whole go... talk about that. Like, yeah, I was going to say months ago. we should probably mention some of that stuff. Yeah, and uh, you should let now when you're done listening to this, you should listen to the old one so you can see if I got anything right after you watch the film. And let's see, because yeah. I don't remember really what I said, but I'm pretty sure some things I was right on the money with. <laughs> yeah. So. 
let's just get into it. All right. Let's so do this. So you want to start? You want to try that? I'll do it. Go so ahead. the so beginning starts with a nice little montage. Remember? Oh, we're gonna go chronologically. Well, I don't know. It's better to just because then you have something in your head. Because like once you get to a certain point, you remember everything, and then sort of like. What if we? Okay. Just let's let's, let's do that. Go ahead. Okay. 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 The beginning starts with a montage of Godzilla, and immediately I was thinking, wow, the, the music by Alexandre Desplat. Or de desplat, des desplat, des desplat. It's desplat. It's that's the that's the way you desplat. I think. Anyway, he did music for New Moon, which I shouldn't even mention, but he did music for uh, the last Harry Potter movie as well. Mm. Music. To be honest, let's start with the music. This is a rare th- occurrence. Okay. Didn't do much for me, I'm afraid. It was quite generic, and it felt like a good. It felt like a Godzilla offshoot. It didn't feel like. Well, this is going to get into my point about uh, the movie in general. But if we're going to keep going. Okay. Uh, uh, with, I, the, with the with the by plot. the way, we didn't we don't know what each other thought about the film pretty much. Yeah, no. But yeah, so what happens is so we start with a montage, which was cool. I like the montage. Pretty good. I think it's it's a pretty good way to start a movie because then and it it's, kind of, guess what? It was exactly like the 1998 one. I was gonna say I, I was I had a faint memory of the 98 one beginning like that. But I think it's a good way to escape the problem of how to begin a movie. Yeah, sure. No and problem. it works. It works for this. So. Well, the movie starts with, um, we go back in time, and we get the backstory of Brian Cranston's... Yeah, Brian Cranston, the Brian guy everybody Cranston's was family. so excited about. Remember yeah, he was, he was the big, the, big the star. Who was Brian Cranston's be, in it? I'm so watching it. Gonna Godzilla, ch- it's going to be the team-up of the decade. He's going to change the face of Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, for me, Brian Cranston, great actor. Yeah, yeah. He acts, and he acts well, so what is there for me to say other than that? Great. Good right, job. Right, right. Well, because people usually then, you know, start talking about his uh, his notable roles like uh, Breaking Bad, for example. And so and Breaking Bad. And, and Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad and Breaking Bad. And so if he was great in Breaking Bad, that means he automatically will be... He's epic, right? Epic. Yeah. For an epic sure. film. Yeah. Right. Uh, so anyway, anyway we, have, we start with that backstory. I thought the family dynamic was great. I think yeah. it's very nice. Yeah. Uh, what I thought at the beginning section of the film, here's the thing. See, this is where we see, like... See, that's what I'm saying. Like, we just started yeah, yeah. with the beginning. And I remember exactly, like, where everything went in the film. Right, so right. now I can tell you what I felt at the at the beginning with the whole 1999 thing. I felt like, of course, human uh, stories. This is the problem now. The human story elements in the film. I feel like uh, it probably got a little too too much too soon, in my in my opinion. I, you know, like, when the mom was there, I was like, oh, it's the mom character. <laughs> Granted, it didn't feel like that when they were acting and you could see the scene, but that's the way it's molded. That's the way it was framed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt that when he was going to, like, for example, like, the visual language was that he was going into the car and he was going out down the driveway, and then you can see the Oscorp. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the plant. The plant and stuff like that, you know, like, it felt kind of, I was like, oh, this is a little basic, right? And then... When the when the mom dies at the beginning and the mm-hmm. nuclear thing happens, I felt like it was a little bit too much, too soon. Maybe with with in terms of dramatic context. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember what I said in that other podcast. I know I basically was just predicting what I thought it might be. Just for and fun. then when she, when just for, just for fun though, I, when I really, the mom went into no that clue. tunnel, I said she's gonna die. Yeah, and she died. It. And she died. Uh, but that's that's the interesting thing. I didn't know how much the movie would play with the dynamic between the personal, the human story, like you said, yeah. and the monster story. Uh, because a movie like the 98 Godzilla 
That was stupid. I watched it two days it ago. It focused so much. It focused so much. <laughs> I watched on it two days ago in preparation for this film. And it was getting hyped. Bad. Still getting it, hyped? Was, it was worse than I remember. Yeah. Uh, so the and dynamic between those too. two elements. That's a lot of fish. Oh, man. Uh, between those two elements in the film. It's hard to really say. I, I don't think they got a great balance in this version with the human I, and the monster. I, I'm going to have to agree. And it's something I know that's historically done for the Godzilla franchise. Yeah, the you always have these kind of these you two main elements, and yeah. they cut back and forth between them most of the time. And and I think like what it's like famous. Some of the Godzilla films are famous for just boring scientists <laughs> just talking about yeah, or yeah. military strategists just you know planning out what they're going to do with Godzilla as usual. But um, yeah, in, in the movie, I think that they didn't really nail that so well. No, I feel like it was disconnected. Nearing the end of the film, I really felt that uh, th- th- these stories didn't go very far. Yeah. Didn't go anywhere. The the personal stories yeah, of, the the people, ma- of the characters? The people doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, really. It seems to me that... They could have connected it more to the Godzilla. Yep, yep. To what was happening with the kaiju. It seems like they were there, in a way, as placeholders it feels like that for for the for the monster battles and to have kind of a context human element human element context, i guess in the story like where that. you could where you could follow where you could have a base of story around them but but it I, wasn't it wasn't so integral to the story right. so what happened was that it Kind of, it uh, just felt a little, a little stock. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, just it felt stock. There you go. It it stock. Didn't, didn't work it didn't so well. feel. It didn't feel at all like it was doing anything out of the box in that regard. It didn't feel like it was very interesting, in my opinion. It was very. It was like you said, very stock and kind of. Because some movies really get it down, where the yeah. characters just they just make memorable characters, yeah. and it's blended with a different yeah, yeah. element, and also the human stuff. Where he's going to the military, he's going mm. there. I kind of liked. I think the best part was where he was taking care of that little kid that got that was cool. with his stupid parents. Yeah, I liked also the, an aspect I liked that Some they kind of parents that they that they they chose to go with is that the main character uh, has a wife. Yes, a I was gonna say the same thing. I was and like, it's, why it's so don't nice we have to see more that because you know, happy family. He's a, yeah, he's a young guy. He's married. He has a kid, and it's cool because usually in these kinds of films, it's you, like I'm breaking get, up with you. Not only that, but usually it's just a girlfriend boyfriend yep. thing. You know, yep. just look at Transformers, <sighs> and, yeah, and yeah. it's and it's just so. Ah, it's like the young guy. He has a girlfriend. Yep, yeah. She's hot, and it's like okay, you know. Yeah, and this was nice, happy, fa- and it's like you didn't want them. You didn't want any of them to yeah, die. Yeah, exactly. Because like, why? Why do you want them to die? Yeah. So that's a good. So thing that, that brought in an element. For example, where you, I'm saying element. This is like all about elements. Elements. Uh, where, where you feel a little bit more yes. for them, right? Yep. Whereas I think if it was something else, like a like a girlfriend boyfriend relationship, you would kind of, and especially if the, if the characters weren't relationship. Did I say that again? Yeah. Really? You said relationship. 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 I know. I know. Ship. Okay. Anyway, so that that's a good that's, that's a good, good aspect. Of, but it's of, not in terms of like the storytelling. No, not on. really. No. And also, I liked how everybody was like Brian Cranston, Brian Cranston. He kind of he kind of died at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. Fine with me. But I I, don't o- care. I also have to say we're kind of going off now since we're not really yeah. chronologically going. But, but it's fine. We did the human stuff. We're almost yeah, done yeah. with that. Then we can talk okay, about. Okay. Well, the let's monsters. just finish the human stuff. Okay. Uh, I also have to say that I not you can't really enjoy this this kind of aspect, but. I think I I didn't mind them being so emotional with the characters at the beginning. I know you said it was too uh, soon, 
but it wasn't bad because but for me it just didn't feel like it it helped the story later on at least the characters felt honest i thought that was that was a good i, I agree with you but there. you're right i mean if we're talking about the story as a whole and how how those it didn't feel like how those yeah. those parts interacted it didn't really work so well no. for the whole story anyway so that's so, kind of the yeah human so that basically is, it's kind of stock it was kind of average and mm-hmm. it really wasn't interesting and it felt like there was in my opinion a little too much of it too especially when this is supposed to be a brand new godzilla movie yes supposed okay to and then now we go with thing. the monsters the monsters yeah so i was pretty much remember how I, like in the theater i predicted oh this isn't gonna be godzilla yep the whole the the, the rippling and the yeah yeah, yeah. Or the vibrations and everything it's not godzilla it's a new monster it's the new one that they made up and then i was also um, like there's gonna be three monsters and then it was. It was three months. Almost. Well, Almost. Was I was hoping well, yeah. for a totally different breed, you know. Yeah, me too. But then that's the thing about the design of that new, the Muto or something, right, yeah. what is it called? I think so, yeah. Um, Very Cloverfield-esque. I liked, yes. Well, that's the funny thing. It's like Cloverfield and it's Godzilla 1998. Zilla. Oh, yeah, Zilla yeah. 1998. Gino. Um, because laying eggs. Yeah, I know. I was thing. thinking the same but thing. But no, it's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, concerning yeah. the monsters, I was, you won't believe this, but I was very excited i had fun with all the monster fights and that we had uh and you know like the the motion i think that was fine i thought you know most of the fighting that we got was fun to watch i enjoyed watching and, it. and different settings they were in different settings which was nice as well mm-hmm. the battles yes and they were in different settings one in, in hawaii right in mm-hmm. the airport and that's when godzilla first shows up and i liked how godzilla was traveling that's what i liked like you know like he was going to he was out to get those two guys yep. the bad guy the, the bad guys and he was uh they were building up i think was, they were trying to build and up was, and he was traveling godzilla across the pacific ocean and you can and all the battleships are falling yeah that was stuff. cool I and the cool thing was cool. as well was that they were building godzilla up so when he came, you you knew he was you know like a trademark character like yeah. this guy you know okay guy what i'm talking about this monster they built him gonna, up at the beginning yeah yeah so when he comes up when he comes in towards the end yeah um you're like that's godzilla you know what i mean right here is but, what i wanted to but, tell you yeah. i felt like i, I want to talk about more positives real quick right let's, let's do i like the battles i like the ending where godzilla uses his breath Yes. That was so fun. I told that was you. Cool. I, I was. I totally forgot about that. A few that. months ago, I said he's definitely going to use the breath because the 1998 Zilla didn't Completely. use the breath. He's going to use the breath, and it's going to be like the most glorious breath ever seen. It was so good, far. man. It was good. And it was good. I even like. Look, the sounds were it great felt as well. Powerful. Yeah, and then I, the the ending was great. The King Kong maneuver, yeah. opening the jaw, and then, <laughs> and then unexpectedly, just that was wonderful. Glorious. Completely. We had no expanse. Yeah. Speaking of which, the beginning of the film, 1999, engine, helicopter, oh, man. Jurassic Park. That was that was hilarious. <laughs> we see yeah, the engine copter is flying across Costa Rica. Yeah. We cut down to well, a lawyer or some kind of corporate guy. And it's a wide shot. Same thing. Dolly, one of the workers. Well, you there. know, on the, to you know from from right to left. Yeah. <laughs> and but great. yeah, I like the monster fights, and yep. I like Godzilla. And you know, what? this is the funny thing about me. I I like monsters so much. It seems that I, I I just feel sorry for everyone that dies. I know. Yeah, you do. I don't know why though. I don't know. I felt so sad at the end. I felt like oh. I guess you're supposed to in a way. But well, that's that's yeah, that's that's sort of. Uh, but think about this. This is the way I look Harry at it. Right? This is the way I look at it, right? Uh, oh, poor Godzilla. But guess what? If Godzilla just woke up, he would start destroying the city. But he didn't. He went away. He didn't. I know. But historically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, know especially in that what's that Godzilla movie where Godzilla dies, where he burns. Remember that one? Versus right? Destroyer. Yeah, I mean, like we people, like one. some of them are like crying. You know, we're like, oh, Godzilla. It's like yeah. 
but he was going to destroy true. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So that was what I enjoyed Monsters, watching. right, yeah. Now let's go to the other part. This is going to sort of cap it off because I think so we've said most of what we wanted to say. Um, yeah. Okay, the effects are great from what there were, and that's the thing. There weren't that much. There wasn't that much fighting. Remember how I kind of cut away sometimes? That's what I wanted to talk about a bit. I was very, I was quite and, disappointed. And I was I also, under, because considering, like I said, them bringing in this brand new Godzilla film, you know, the last thing you want to do is focus so much on the human element. Yeah. On top of that, we had a lot of shots, like you were saying, where the battle was going on in the distance. Yeah, and on TV. And Godzilla was like falling over and stuff. And, <laughs> you know, and. Move aside, yeah. peasants, let's see this. And isn't the focus supposed to be on the battles? I mean, that'd be yeah. great. Especially, I felt that there wasn't there wasn't enough moments where there wasn't music in the battle. That too. Which That's I think would have. I don't I know if Pacific Rim did that. The music Remember? wasn't that great with. For did me. Pacific Rim do that? I, yeah, I don't know, but the Pacific Rim battles were better. Yeah, I'm afraid. I think they were more focused. Yeah. And it felt like, okay, we're watching the battle now. Yeah. Let's do that. And whereas here. Yeah, they were really it, trying to like reached, juggle. Yeah, when it reached the end, together. you know, the end. I was like, oh, is it really going to be the end already? I think really? this is. I, I, I was going to have more fights, it. and it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. oh man. I understand uh, effects, you know, and you know, doing all these things. Oh, absolutely. Tedious process, um, but I think there are ways of making of doing more, and you know, just like the old time camera tricks that you can use to, you know, like that are cheaper you can do with CGI. That's what I was thinking when I was watching. And I was thinking you could do more more shots. You can cheat the graphics a little bit, but no one will notice, and it will still be good, and it'll be long. You know, the fights will be longer. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. Still, I think that's a new idea. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I felt sorry for Godzilla, and I felt sorry for those other monsters, which is funny. The way they, they were designed, again, Cloverfield, Godzilla, um, the other thing is, okay. okay, this is, this is, this is sort of, for me, this is the end of my review. Go. Um, Gareth Edwards, cool guy. I'm glad he got to make Godzilla movie he wanted to, hopefully. But for me, I just felt like, it feels like buildup, there's something wrong with the buildup for many parts. There was parts, like when Godzilla showed up, it was cool, but... It felt like it wasn't building up enough, and mm-hmm. it felt like Godzilla came out of left field. I thought I at the end, you know, at the beginning when they're at the end, what am I talking about? At the beginning when they were talking to uh, Sun Guy, Sun Guy, let me think, uh, Sun in guy. the projector room, yeah, and they were saying, "We have to, um, you know, this is the other Godzilla. He, he we can, believe he can, he's if nature, and nature rules. will balance itself out." And I thought that they were going to wake up Godzilla. Or something. Yeah, that's what I thought. I and then I thought I at the they end, poke, they would poke Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. And then giant, he'll just he'll you know, rise up. Stick and he would and Godzilla, Godzilla, we rise up and bring over his son. I believe. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. God, God. And then I thought at the end when Godzilla was like beaten down by the male mm-hmm. Muto or whatever, uh, I thought that <laughs> Muto. If he would rise up with, I thought I thought, were, I thought they were going to use the bomb to hit it at Godzilla, and Godzilla will absorb it, and he'll come back to life. I think. That would have worked. Bruh. That would have worked for this. And then you would have had the breath coming out. Even like, you know. And I like the sound the effects. Power. I know how I always talk about, you know, uh, putting sound the sound effects, effects in terms of. Like where you get silent. Oh, okay, in general. I usually say that's not good in general, but I say this is fine because it's Godzilla. It's a big animal. Yeah. 
Do you, do you think that Godzilla roared too many times? Yeah, he roared once really long. That wasn't bad, but he roared quite a few times. But I think a I lot think of the monsters were mind. just roaring like, all over I the like place. The, yeah, there's a lot of them. That's like the thing about animation subtleties and stuff I could right. talk about. We talked about before. but I Yeah, we did. We talked a lot longer. about that. So basically, I think the directing was okay for the most part, but I feel like there were a lot of, this. you know, like, there's things weren't meshing too well. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the build-ups weren't doing very well. And it felt like Godzilla coming up to save Sun Guy at the end, remember? Well, not really, indirectly. Indirectly, yeah. I felt like that was, un- like, you, you couldn't see it coming, and it wasn't that amazing. And mm-hmm. then, uh, th- then the other part where he does the breath, it just felt like, oh, here he is doing the breath instead of it's building up to something of him using the breath instead of just, you know, it's just, look at this. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Everything else is fine, but it's just that the the glue that's putting it together isn't. It just feels like the images aren't being used to tell the story correctly. Yeah. But I anyway, that, I have nothing. I don't have much to add. I would just say that the movie, I think it wasn't bold enough in its kind of in its effort. I feel. Yeah, I felt in a sense, and that might be a little. Strong, and also, we said we wanted the title to be Godzilla. It should have. It shouldn't have been Godzilla. It should have been Godzilla versus whatever that monster. Whatever. Was. Yeah. And I think that'd be fine, wouldn't it? I think it would have worked, but, but, then, ag- the but then again, thing. it felt like it could have had a push in that direction where it wasn't trying to, to um, how do you say that, S- to stay the course, is that how you say it? For what? Like what to steer context? the course of kind of being a traditional movie with like a traditional story arc. With monsters thrown in and making the characters serious, I really think they could have kind of pushed in a different direction where we focused more on the monsters. Yeah. We focused more on the battles, make it visually more entertaining. Yeah, because we really didn't care about the trains. And yeah, stuff you know, and, and stuff like that. So I thought this was kind of, uh, that would have been a good opportunity yeah. to, but bring, I did to like bring Godzilla back and, you know, just kind of enhance him. You know yeah. I mean? From the stuff we've seen from the Japanese yeah. Godzilla films, especially towards the end. And uh, yeah, remember we were watching the credits. Mocap supervisor Andy Serkis. Yeah. <laughs> no, come on, guys. Uh, apparently, uh, the, the original guy who was in the suit from Godzilla helped out. Really? With the motions and stuff. Yeah, you're saying and of course, everybody's like, that's spectacular. But cool. I think it could be better. I think we can we can keep going. This is great, but I think we can keep going. Yeah. We can make it better. Yeah, you're saying. So I would love to, to try to mocap. Someone, someone make try to mocap. Oh, make Godzilla. What? Not, can I make Godzilla? Can oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try yeah. to mocap because I think there's the still guy like, in the Godzilla suit. Yeah, or yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they did that. So like, it's it's cool. I mean, like, uh, I think we said everything. Yeah, but I w- then I will say at the end that this is sounds generic. It's like it's not a bad film. I know we say that a lot, but yeah, it's not it's not a bad movie. No. I think it, it's okay. But it, the problem is that it, like it a, doesn't feel yeah. like strong enough in what it's trying to do. You know, so and and especially coming from like in the back of my head, I'm remembering all this hype that. Was it? Yeah, yeah. People were just building it up and a new Godzilla design, you know. The trailer they, they have some images in, the, images in the trailer that they replaced in the movie. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah you told me. About I don't that. know why they didn't want to emphasize the fighting. But, it, but in my good. mind, I was thinking all the time, like, oh, new Godzilla, so they're going to streamline it. They're going to strip all the unnecessary stuff out, right? Yeah, this is the whole not. point. Yeah. And we're going to have a really, really, you know, big focus on Godzilla. Godzilla, you know. Ken Wa- and then Ken Watanabe, the only Japanese English speaker. In the world, yeah, yeah, the only acting one. today. Nope, can't get any other actors who were Japanese. <laughs> no way. Uh, but yeah. anyway, but yeah, pretty, much, pretty much. I said like Jacob just asked me to say summarize in one word at the end of the film when the credits went up. What you know? Really? Yeah, you said. What did you th- just give me one word? And I said adequate. Sorry. Adequate. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't. Yeah, of so course, I'm sorry. If way we, if better. We sound, if we sound like negative yeah. or something. Look, I enjoyed it. You, this you, is you just should like, have seen us in the theater when yeah. he did the mouth thing with the. It was awesome. We, he, Jacob was like, "Whoa!" And it's like, "Yeah!" And I was like, "Yeah, I can't wait for the Godzilla stuff like that." I mean, it's. You see what I mean? I know, but this this whole thing like of ours just just our reactions really. Yep. Yeah, there we just, go. Just talking about for fun. So that's it. We we stayed up through the entire credits and there was nothing. Yeah, too bad. Yeah, unfortunately. And the music is just I didn't I didn't understand it. It's just, it's okay, but I mean it's like too much music and it was like, it wasn't. Dun 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 dun. Why wasn't it? Why why was it like it was just like dun dun? It was like minor keys. Yeah. So now Godzilla's a hero. So next up is the next Japanese Godzilla when when they when Toho starts making movies again. Boom. 